It's time for the Win, Loser, Tie podcast. And now, Ty King. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. That is the smooth and silky sounds of my man, Jeff Lillicotch, former sportscaster here in uh, Lubbock. You might remember him. Great dude. Nice guy. Um, he uh, owns a media company down in Houston now. So if you want to have a little voiceover work done, reach out to Jeff Lillicotch. One of my, uh, he's just a good dude. Appreciate that, Jeff. Welcome to the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. This is another special episode. I say that every week, but this one is really, uh, it, it matches up to any other one I've done. Um, but before that, just want to let you know where you can find me. On Instagram, Win, Lose, or Tie. That is T-Y-E, Win, Lose, or Tie podcast, or Win, Lose, or Tie. If you need to email the show, please email the show with questions, comments, um, show ideas, uh, whatever. I would love for you to email the guests if I have them pre-planned and ready to go like I did today. I've got plenty of emails in for my guests today. So email the show at win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. Do not forget that E. That E stands for excellence, but my mom last week said it stood for explicit. So... Um, so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we are a proud member of Let Me Know Productions. That's LMK Productions. Those are my boys. You can check uh, out Having Said That with Landry Griffith's podcast. Uh, he always does cool stuff. That's I said stuff, Mom. Um, he also does cool shit, so I said shit too, Mom. So, uh, and the other uh, third is uh, the Pick 4 podcast. That is the Pick 4 Podcast with Mark Youngblood, and uh, that is my guest today, and I'm so happy that he's here because it's long overdue, because this guy got me going into uh, podcasting, really, uh, just to be honest with you. So, Mr. Mark Youngblood, Cappy Youngblood, welcome to the Win, Loser, <laughs> Time Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Well? I knew right off the bat when I started mine, I, th- I was trying to think of like cool people to talk to, and I promise you... Your name was at the top of the list. I thought Ty King would be, A, not only a terrific guest, but B, he could probably host his own show, and it would be amazing right off the bat. Do you say that to everybody? I appreciate that. That's cool, man. And I was so happy. to. I was so nervous when I came on there the first time, you know, and I was like, uh, you know. Everybody's nervous the first yeah. time, but... And, and I don't get nervous for shit like that, really, because... I've well, yeah, on, yeah. I've you been, I do broadcasting. I've been on the grew air. up in it. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, but I was really kind of nervous. <laughs> so. I'm going to tell you this though: everybody that comes the first time, within ten or fifteen minutes of us being done, mm-hmm. they're already talking about the next one. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's I was no different. And it's not. So, I mean, not yeah. exclusive to mine. I think you just have yeah. to knock the the new of it yeah. off, no doubt, and realize that it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and no you want to do it again. Yeah, and, and I mean. So, and here's the thing is like, I've showed you even um, like on my notes on my phone that, I mean, I've been talking about doing a podcast for, for the last four years, I think. Yeah. And I mean, I've had so many friends be like, dude, you have to do it. You have to do it. Like I've got friends like Corey Clark and Chris Kitley and uh, Chase Routon and Maggie and, and uh, Brett. They're all like, dude, you got to do a podcast. You, you should do it. Like what's stopping you? And you know what was stopping me? Me. It was yeah. just me. And <laughs> Everybody knew, man. <laughs> and I mean, I was like, well, well, 
And I'll keep thinking to myself, yeah, it would be awesome. It would be called Win, Lose, or Tie. And it would be, I'll just sit there and interview cool people and, and you know, whatever. And I'll be funny or something. And But uh, when I sat down with you the first episode for the Pick 4 podcast on your podcast, and we did our favorite sports memories, mm-hmm. I went, Damn! When I left there that night, I went. I got to do this. That's so fine, man. It was just a kick in the in the ass that I needed. And that's all it is. is yeah. You just have to decide to do it and then do it. Like yeah. you can think about. And you know, I've told the story too. Landry and I talked about doing it for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, we should do a podcast. Oh, it'd be great. We'd be so funny. We think we're the funniest people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just gets pushed back. You know, it's just a good idea that maybe I'll yeah. do one day. And, and then you get bored enough yeah. one day and you just pull the trigger. And it's really not that hard once right. you kind of figure out all the components. Sure. And yeah. Like, you know, so everybody has conversations with their friends or whoever, and it's like, damn, I wish I had that on. I wish I could listen yeah. to that again or whatever. And so that's kind of what I love about this is that, you know, if, uh, you know, I might be out having a few cocktails with uh, a buddy of mine or something, and uh, and I'm like, damn, that we had some funny jokes. Yeah. That's the funny <laughs> stuff we talked about or whatever. So this is a perfect way to go about doing that. Yep. And so I appreciate you doing that for me. Um, let's go back to LMK Productions real quick, and because when I got on your podcast the first time, that that wasn't even a thing yet. No, and, so, and it's funny, LMK Productions for the folks listening at home. <clears throat> I don't even remember how it came about, really, but you and Landry, well, Landry has his podcast. That having said that, with Landry Griffith, um, I, did I say it first? I don't know. You named I, it, yeah, because it, yeah. it started from. I threw the idea out about maybe the three of us meeting once a month yeah. and just bounce ideas off. Yes. So we can uh, it was before I co-create content. and <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and then you named it because that's what you do. You're clever with the words and whatnot. <laughs> I'm a wordsmith. You are. Yeah, and I said, oh, LMK, because that stands for let me know. Right. That's how, but I was like, well, that's Landry, Mark, and King, LMK. And then it was like, well, and then I came to just evolved into let me know productions. And then all of a sudden it's a thing. It's, it's real, a real thing. Like we're not on the stock market. We're not, public <laughs> yeah, there's no IPOs yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Everybody settle. listener, settle yeah, down. Yeah. Settle, settle down. down. Yeah. I don't, but if you want to invest in, in LMK productions, let me know. I would gladly, uh, let <laughs> we'll you gladly take your money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, that's great. So to let everybody know, Mark Youngblood. This guy is um, one of the most interesting, eccentric, and I say that, it's maybe not the right word, but uh, he's so versatile. And I was just talking to him before we turned the mics on. I was like, man, you know, you just, you see something that you want to do and he does it. And, you know, kind of like podcasting or kind of like whatever it is. And this guy will go do it. And even if it's, if he's like, if I'm not good at it or whatever, these are conversations that we've had, but I mean, this guy's range is unreal. I mean, he really is. And that's why I think he'd be such a great guest today. And also, he's a great friend. But how we started was Wolftown, Wolferth, baby. Yep. So Team A66. Yeah, the A66, baby. That was our <laughs> prefix there. But, you know, and Wolferth is a it's perfect mix because it is small town, West Texas. I mean, it still is, than, yeah. Still I mean, less, less than 2,000 people when we grew up. When we, yeah, for, yeah when yeah. we grew up. Now and, it's uh, way north of that. But yeah, it's a lot bigger now. But, when we grew up, and you grew up your entire life, and I mean that's how much where you were born and raised, Wolford, correct? I mean, pretty close. Uh, yeah, I went to Friendship my entire. Yeah, and Friendship is the high school. That, uh, that yeah, elementary weird. school years. Yeah. We lived actually out on West Thirty Fourth mm-hmm. uh, and One Seventy Nine in a little trailer park out there till I was ten, and then we moved into Wolford proper. 
That was an American park. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. There's all these little neighborhoods in Wolford. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's less than 2,000 people. And let me tell you guys right now, where I grew up and where Mark grew up, different places. I mean, it was two blocks over, but Mark was west side. <laughs> okay, so, you know. No, you know the cool thing, though, and Landry will appreciate this, is where you and Jamie live, uh, that particular intersection mm-hmm. is actually a five-way intersection. So it's yeah. five points, yeah. which is, you know, the famous old New York neighborhood. Right. And me and Landry used to make jokes about that because they talk about <laughs> it a lot in uh, Gangs of New York. And then I actually lived in the street in the house across the street from your parents for a while. Oh, yeah. Because that belonged to Lois Gillett. It lost to the Gillets. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, folks, I don't want anybody listening to just stop listening right now because we're talking about like, people that you don't know. Small but, town but USA, is, yeah. But, but for the people that, that are, because um, we are nationwide, um, and I say that loosely, uh, but it is. It's a small West Texas town, and in a lot of ways, it was what you would think. It's stereotypical. Very, in, yeah. In a way, you would think a small West Texas town would be. Yeah? Yep. So... Um, but yeah, that's forgot that you had a <laughs> greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, the bachelor pad there yeah, for a while. That was awesome, dude. I'd always see you after mowing the lawn. <laughs> um, but so we grew up out in Wolferth and uh, Mark, I love to play sports. And I did. And Jamie Barry Hill, which I will have Jamie on in a future episode because he, he's got a lot of funny stories too. And growing up in a small town and I've even got that uh, email to me as a topic, which I was wonder, I wanted to bring up to you that, uh, Letitia um, Torres-Jedic, I think is her last name. Mm-hmm. Now, but yeah, she was like, I would like for you to do an episode of growing up in a small town like Wolforth. Like, she said, because, you know, I think like her kids or whatever would like, she goes, I want them to know about that. Well, and, I think Letitia lived down the street from me. Yeah, yeah. On she Ninth Street. With us, yeah. 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 Dude, and that chick was, dude, under the radar smart. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I took speech, and I, I was on the speech team in high school, yeah. and I had to debate her she and, break you down? And, uh, <laughs> and it was over euthanasia, right? Yeah. And I remember in high school, I sat down, and I was like, Pff. I mean, yeah, I mean, Letitia, she didn't compete, but she was in the class, and she was good. And, it, and she was smart, always, like, smart. But And I was like, man, I got this book that said, here's how you debate euthanasia. <laughs> Dude, I got up there in front of the class, Mrs. Carrie French's class, yeah, and Letitia wiped the floor <laughs> with me. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, I want to hide. I want to stick my face. Did you apologize to her when we were done? Like, uh, I'm terribly sorry for I, uh, no, I think I attempting to stand up here with you. <laughs> I think I sent her a, a message on Facebook. It, it took me like, it was like five years ago. That's how long it took me to get over To recover. I like, okay, listen, I want you to know that you did this to me and it was bad. You and, uh, uh, did never recover. Very much ruined me, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, enough of that. Um so Wolford, I mean, we played sports, so we played against each other, like in little dribblers and baseball and yep. little little league, and it was old school little league where we were Wolford Little League, you the know, and, little league entity, yeah. little league, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I remember in in little dribblers, which we had a friend Wolford Little Dribblers League, and uh, and you would all you're one year older than me or one grade older than me anyway. Yep. So um, you know, th- it worked out where you had you played fourth and fifth grade. And so when I was fifth grade, you would play in the sixth and seventh grade. So I would miss yeah. a year playing against you or whatever. And I remember one time you and Donald Gillett, I think, were on the green team. And uh, you little bastards kept stealing the like, – I was like, <laughs> like, dude, y'all got to stop, man. Okay? Stop doing what you're doing because I couldn't hang with y'all at the time. And it was like, this is complete and utter bullshit. See, and that's things like you don't even remember. 
Or was it the gray team or the green team? I don't remember, but so yeah. Yeah, me and uh, Donald were pretty routinely on mm-hmm. the same teams because we were pretty good friends growing up, and our yeah. parents, you know, traded off. You know, we'll take to practice, we'll coach this team, yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah, we were. Yeah. Basketball and baseball, it was pretty. Yeah, you were ruthless a little bit. Well, yeah, on, I mean, basketball. as established on a yeah. previous podcast of mine, yeah. uh, if you're not like cheating and trying to stretch the rules, you're you're not really trying to win. Yeah, I remember specifically uh, there used to be a I, I, his kid's name was David. Um, we were lining up, and I knew he was not. This is like sixth grade. I knew he was not uh, destined for NBA greatness. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. We were lining up, and and his team was shooting a free throw. Yeah. Um, the referee handed the shooter the ball, and I was lined up next to David. Uh-huh. And I told him, "Dude, you ought to go back because we're fixing a fast break. This, so you want to go ahead and run back." So, of course, as soon as the referee hands the ball, he, took off. he takes off running down the court. So. <laughs> you are such an asshole. Oh, I am. That's the kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know. But uh, so we competed against each other. Then, but it was also like whenever you know, we would also pick up games and baseball games, and we would just meet at the park, you know, and play. Yep. Like, not not like sanctioned little league or whatever. But there, and another reason, like I really wanted you on today, and, and not to, I really kind of was not the plan, way I planned to start this podcast. So, Mark, this guy right here, good athlete, more than good. He was a Great athlete, like a high school athlete all the way up. But this guy can, he's a hunter. And then he decided he wanted to like learn how to bow hunt. And he learned how to do that. Then he, and then he's like got into food. So he learned how to like cook or, or whatever. And then like he is an artist. So then he started painting. And like, here's the kind of guy he is like, even to this day, like he will maybe he doesn't. You don't paint as much as you used to. But no, those are talk about art, so I don't want you to okay. get too deep. But, yeah, yeah. but you don't paint as much as you used to. No, um, but like you would paint, and like he would le- go put it somewhere in Lubbock, and just leave it and take a picture oh, of yeah. it and go free art. You know, put it on your Instagram, yep. his Instagram. And I'm like, dude. Well, I mean, that's so cool. And his art is abstract, and, and but some of it. I mean, you could do different stuff but you do mostly abstract art yeah i'm i'm not i mean i appreciate you saying those things i'm not super technical by any means because we've established i just sort of wing it until i can figure out what's going on yeah i would do those uh, yeah so i'm gonna get into a story uh in a little bit about the picture you painted for me and uh and then it's a pretty cool story but um you know I, i think that in the way but i mean let me make sure i've covered all of your uh (laughs) <laughs> no, well, yeah, you podcast. So you're like, you're like, hey, I want to, I'm gonna do podcasting, and then you do it, and that's kind of the things I'm talking about, man. It's like, and then you have such a broad taste in music, and something we share, we haven't talked about much, is like, we, I like classical music too. So you know, it's funny you say that. Yeah. You know, we've put a bunch of work in on the back patio. Yeah. Last night we were sitting outside, and uh, it was the weather was beautiful. We had. Uh, I don't, I don't think we had wine last night, but we were just sitting laughing. Anyway, yeah. I had uh, on our TV, I had my Spotify up, and we're just flipping through songs. And it started like I, I had whatever particular playlist was on. I got bored with that, so I switched to uh, some Linda Ronstadt. Nice. That that turned into yeah. Heart. Yeah, Heart turned into Soft Cell, and and then love you did a little tainted love. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then it went to uh, don't. don't. <laughs> Is that the Soft sell that yeah, you're that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And then I thought, okay, I'm in the mood for something else now. So I uh, brought up uh, Barbara of Seville, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the opera by Rossini. Uh, just started thumbing through Luciano Pavarotti stuff. And, I mean, and, and, yeah. And it's weird. Like, I would never, if I was 20 and I told my, like, I could look forward to my, how do, we, how do you say that? If my 20 year old self could see my, whatever, however old I am self now, yeah. which I don't want to say. Okay, it's like, <laughs> I'm like 28 now. Whatever. Old okay. timer. Maybe, maybe I'm a little bit older than that. <laughs> but if I said, you know, you will like Bach, you mm-hmm. know, and, and uh, I would never believe that, you know. Not but, only do you like it, like you can recognize it yeah, and sort of mean so, something to you yeah. or stir something in yeah. you. Yeah. So, that I mean, and then we'll touch on some music later because actually I got some email questions in about music for oh, you. Like, okay. Yeah. And um, I don't want to, you know how scatterbrained I get. But so that's why I one is I owed Mark. He's had me on his podcast several times, and I just think Mark is a, a an interesting person all the way around, and um, and it meant a lot that we crossed paths. Like when you called me to do your podcast, that you know it's funny how just sometimes things happen at the right time. Yep. But I didn't think this really happened at the right time. I feel like we should have been hanging out a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. Was, like yeah, I, I, I mean, we've always been friends, and that's not to say we yeah we yeah always would keep in touch and. Send each other funny Snapchats and shit like that, but I mean, <laughs> King's Kitchen snaps at <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> Who did that? Um, but yeah, so you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, but and and I like the fact I like to look at people's the way they grew up, and I think you draw pe- people can draw their strengths from great things that have happened in their life, and I think people can draw strengths from challenges. I think both are equally as powerful in the way you grow up. Like last week when I talked to my mom mm-hmm. and um, on our last episode, you know, and, I, and I, she talked about, you know, how her dad died in that fire when she was yeah. 13. And, you know, and how she grew up really fast and had to buy a car at 14. Like her mom would send her, you know, and, and I mean, those are, so folks, if you haven't listened to last week, last episode with my mom for Mother's Day, pretty powerful stuff. It's so and, worth it. Go yeah, back and listen. Yeah, it is. And it's really good. And uh, she also emailed the question in for you. But uh, <laughs> so, you know, and, and you're a pretty popular guy. Uh, but man, you also went through something like that, you know? And I mean, yeah, we I, hit a, I, a rough I mean, stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you, your sister, I mean, I remember her and how I mean, she was just, she was kind of like you, man. She was unique and in her own way. And, but, that but chick nobody was didn't smart. Like her, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, nobody yeah. didn't like her. So she, uh, yeah, short, um, usually had a smile on her face, and she was really good, even when she wasn't in the mood, uh, at putting the smile out, making everybody feel welcome, because she yeah. worked at the library for yeah. she was the wolf 18 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what was she? Was she two years younger than you? Three? Uh, three. Three yeah. years younger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Andy. Yep. yep. Uh, Andy Youngblood Powers. Yeah. Um, kind of talk about what, what, how that, what happened. I mean... Well, okay. Um, I mean, without just uh, whatever you're comfortable with, you know. I, I, I'll yeah. share whatever. To, it, yeah. Um, two th- I had to make a bunch of notes because we hit this rough, like two year stretch in our family. Uh, my mom and dad got divorced. Uh, gosh, it's probably been fifteen ish years ago. Um, my mom ended up meeting another guy. They had planned to get married in the spring of 2012. Yeah. And my sister started feeling bad. She's the same as us, you know, 
grew up, went to Friendship Forever. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. lived and worked in Wolferth still right. after that. Um, she started feeling bad uh, end of 2011, early 2012. They uh, the doctors spent some time trying to figure it out, and finally they decided that um, they thought she might have cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, went and actually got diagnosed. That was early March of 2012. <laughs> my, my mom and her new husband, their wedding was uh, like the 10th of March, somewhere yeah. in there. Oh. So my sister missed it because once they actually diagnosed her, uh, they sent her immediately to Houston to yeah. go start treatment. So she missed my mom's wedding. Oh. Um, th- late summer 2012, um, part of the chemo cocktail that you get when you have liver and colon cancer uh, one of the side effects is it actually weakens your colon wall mm-hmm. she was finished with treatment but um, her colon ruptured strangely on she was playing fantasy football with us too she and Chris both her yeah. husband and, um, Chris Colded, yeah. Chris Powers yeah. Um, her colon ruptured the afternoon that we were supposed to do fantasy draft so they had to haul off and go to the hospital that was late August she never really got over the hump. Um, she kind of quit eating. Hmm. Uh, by the end of, uh, right after Thanksgiving, I guess, like yeah. she really, yeah. everybody was pretty aware. She just yeah. wasn't going to get over the hump. Yeah. yeah, so everybody spent a couple of days with her. Yeah. Uh, she passed away December, first week of December 2012. That was... Uh, Oddly, the day before my daughter's birthday. So, <laughs> oh, God, man. Uh, it's funny how dates can you really yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And strangely, then after that, I don't even know if you know this part. Shortly after that, uh, my mom's brother got diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he battled it for about eighteen months. Uh, he passed away in uh, spring of two thousand thirteen. They he lived in Austin, but he was still he still had a lot of friends here in Lubbock, so they were going to have a memorial service here. My grandparents came. They lived in Roswell at the time. They came. All my family here's right. He's still here. Uh, have the memorial service. My mom's other brother uh, was going to take my grandparents back to Roswell. This is forty five minutes after we're done with my uncle's service. Drove my grandparents back to Roswell. My grandmother goes in the bathroom. She's going to take a bath and go ahead and get ready for bed. Mm. She has a heart attack in the bath and dies in the bathtub. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I don't... Well, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, almost like you can't Like even, the irony of, of everything, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, in an 18-month stretch there, we had uh, yeah, that's tough. three pretty close family yeah. members. And see, like, how you're even functioning to me is like, I mean, you know, I know... That my mom had a really hard time. I know she a, did, and she's a tough a lady. You move on. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. To me, I just, to me, I look at it and go, oh my gosh. And your sister, I mean, that's your only sibling. Yep. I mean, that's all you had. Yep. And you guys were close, man. I know that. And I mean, because you've told stories in uh, either on your previous podcasts with other people or, you know, to me personally. And I mean, man, that's just, oh, I, I don't even know if I could get over my, if my sister passed away, but I have a brother. So I'd be like, okay, well, I have a brother now. Kippy, that's fine. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, man, I just don't know how I could handle that, man. And, and how do you, what do you, like, did you, was there 
like a time where you were just like, man, I gotta move on. I gotta pick myself and just or well, did you have to do any kind of therapy or counseling? I mean, no, because I, 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 I repress, repress, repress. You know, I'm the world's worst about bury it deep and yeah, drink too much and worry about it later. Yeah, um, you know, and it's not exclusive. I mean, it's not unique to us, but it happens. You have to kind of deal with everything and mm-hmm. and you know execute her last wishes and make sure Chris and their kids were set right. and make sure my mom's okay and you know just kind of deal with all the semantics yeah that's kind of, yeah that's so you stay busy and you don't you don't really it, it doesn't weigh as heavily on you as you think it might not for me anyway but that's just my personality like I just kind yeah. of put well, my head down and plow through yeah. for a while I didn't have a problem problem until about 2 weeks later yeah. And I was at my house by myself. Um, I was watching The Voice of all things. I don't. Oh, you and my mom. Yeah. Get the hell <laughs> well, I don't watch it anymore, and okay. so that's why I said it with like a yeah, okay, a hint of regret there. <laughs> <laughs> so The Voice is on, and uh, there was a girl named Cassidy Pope. I think was what her name was. She was one of the contestants, and she sang. Miranda Lambert recorded it, but it was written by Blake Shelton, who mm. wrote it about his brother that died in a car accident. And yeah. one of the lines was, uh, you know, since you went away, how dare you? Yeah. Really oh, kind of oh, a, a hint of anger, just that the fact that they're gone, it, oh, not necessarily oh, that it was their fault. No. I lost my mind. Like, <laughs> it was a good no thing I was home by way, myself. Dude, no way. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I had a pretty bad 24-hour stretch there. Yeah, there's no way. I mean that that would just that's it. I mean you know like I was good friends with a buddy of mine like growing up Jeremy Ayers who died by suicide and I mean dude I can hear certain songs and it's just like dude I have to pull over yeah I mean and and I my, still she I cannot sister. listen I mean, to that song my, you know what I'm saying yeah 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 and that's holy cow but so do you draw like in tough situations I don't know I mean people are different but to me I just think that even innately maybe you know subconsciously you can draw from. Like if you've had a tough time going on, you can draw like, Hey man, I went through that. I can do this. Or yeah. And a lot of that comes to from my mom's the toughest lady I've ever met. Yeah. Um, followed closely by my sister. And if, if I didn't and like I'm third, right? Yeah. 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 Hardcore <laughs> tycoon. If I didn't, like if I sort of just surrendered and, you know, slumped in a heap in the floor, my sister would have been pissed at me and, and I could, yeah. That's hear her voice in my head, yeah. you know, don't give in, don't be a puss, yeah. get up and get going. Yeah. Well, damn, I mean, see, that's why, man, when I look at you and I just, you know, and I, it's not what I think when I look at you, but I, I just, sometimes I will be, you know, driving down the road and just, I can hear, I can, you know, I'll be thinking about a podcast or something or this, that, and I'm like, damn, dude, you went through that. And it, it, it comes across, I think about that with all the people that are in my life. You know, and I just, I don't know. Maybe that's me being weird, but I look at people. No, go, I think you, dude, that, that's a, that, these people have gone through, everybody's gone through some shit and some people have been through some more shit than others. And that would have to be, I mean, that's just, had to yeah, be you know, me. I'm not so. a special case. Everybody has their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, you're, yeah. you're uniquely aware of other people's troubles and feelings where I, I'm just not engineered that way. Well, <laughs> it yeah, sounds I mean, terrible. Well, I mean, we are two different personalities. Yeah, I mean, we completely. Are but it, we also but I think that's why we get along pretty yeah. pretty well. I mean, you know, but you can give me that look like, hey, tone it down, dude. I mean, and I get it, and I'm like, all right, dude, you know, so that's fine. So, but speaking of tone, we're gonna tone it up. All right, we're gonna, you're gonna yeah, let's tone it. Yeah, but I wanted people to know that you have a base of of 
man, you know, normal things. And then, you know, that happens. And, you know, and I think that a lot of times that can not define a person, but a person has been through a lot of stuff. And I'm so, okay. I've said that. Um, I've talked about a lot of things that you love and can do. I mean, how versatile you are. And I don't know if there's a better word maybe, but, um, let's start with food and cooking. Okay. Cause okay. you can rattle off foods and this, for example, I want to let the folks know Mark and I went hunting and that's another thing we'll talk about, but we went hunting not too long ago uh, and down at my mom's farm in Rotan, Texas. And, uh, and we're going to go pig hunting. And we picked the windiest day in the last 10 years. <laughs> and, and, I mean, this it was is pretty West, awful. That this day, is yeah. West Texas. And so that means something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like 70, 60 sustained mile an hour. Yeah, winds, it was yeah. rough. But on the way down there, we're driving and we're talking, you know, it's still dark outside. It's morning time. And, and uh, we're talking about hunting and what we eat and this kind of thing. And uh, I go, what do you, you know, do you eat? I go, well, I've never had, I've never eaten like tongue and lips or whatever. <laughs> And you're like, oh, dude. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I said it was the heart. Like, I've never yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. heart yeah. of a deer or something. And you were like, oh, I'll fix it for you. Yeah, you just let me. Yeah, you got to You got to try it. And I'm just thinking, holy shit. Yeah, oh, great. What did no. I do? Yeah. yeah I'm like, no, not, no, I'm not doing that. But so that's food for you. You've tried all these different kinds of foods and you have a palate, a sophisticated palate. I think you can eat things and enjoy them. That's yeah, I got to a point because uh, growing up, if you know, I wouldn't eat a vegetable, if it was green, I wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I just got to a point in my life where I was like bored of doing the same thing all the time, which is where a lot of these type things spring yeah. from. Yeah. So painting and podcast and yeah. all that stuff. So I just decided I was going to eat new stuff. And strangely, uh, starting in the kitchen with food is how I ended up wanting to hunt. I didn't grow up hunting and fishing. Uh, yeah, so I didn't think you did. No, I, that I no for sure. Yeah, nope, that was not my dad's forte at all. <laughs> if you could have paler skin than I do, then it's his. Like he was see-through pale. <laughs> um, so I decided that okay, if I'm going to start doing this stuff in the kitchen, which I, I at that time wasn't nearly where I'm at now. Well, we can transition into hunting from kitchen, but yeah, yeah, that's where it started, right? Yeah, in, in the in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I just got tired of eating the same stuff. I got yeah. tired of eating like stuff. How old? Like adulthood? Yeah, uh, yeah well yeah. into 35. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was living in Clovis at the time. The only year of my life that I have not lived in Texas, I lived mm-hmm. in Clovis. And I was bored. And I started actually watching uh, Steve Rinella had a show on Travel Channel before he had all the Mediator stuff going on. It's called The Wild Within. And it was about hunting trips he would go on hunting slash uh, trying to recreate some like Lewis and Clark stuff when they floated on gotcha. uh, buffalo this skin rafts. and Travel Channel went straight Bigfoot. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, now it's just like, hey, it's either ghost hunters or Bigfoot. Yep, I'm like, exactly. hey, what does this have to do with travel? It used to be a great channel. Yeah, okay. and Anthony Bourdain will tell you terrible stories about it also. Yeah. Uh, so, and part of his show, which I had never seen in a hunting show, not what that I was watching, Steve Ranella. Steve Ranella. See, I don't think I've ever watched it, but. Um, keep talking. I'm sorry. Part of his deal of that show was not only the hunting portion, mm-hmm. but then what you do after that, like what you can do with with the meat that you've just acquired. Yeah, it doesn't have to just be the, you know, the hoedown bubba chasing deer through the forest yeah. and woohoo taking yeah. trophy shots and backstraps and we're out. Yeah, yeah, peeling backstraps and leaving. Yeah. 
like uh, he would give you taco recipes and like actually show some work in the kitchen. And it's really once you learn that all that stuff is still just meat, yeah, just the same stuff you can go buy at the grocery store. Why wouldn't you want to be involved in the acquisition of it? Yeah, and you know the source, you know how it's been handled, mm-hmm. rather than trusting all that to outside sources. Yeah, I got you. And 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 that's. And see, I, when we had that conversation, I was like, damn, that's, you know, I still wasn't like going to be like, hey, man, yeah, that's cool. Let me try heart. Uh, you know, you didn't well, I hadn't had a heart until just this past fall. Yeah. And I understand. I get that. But also, you were living in Clovis, which I don't think I ever knew that. that no, no that was Clovis, a. And you learned about food in New Mexico. Clovis is in New Mexico for the people that don't know. And, <laughs> And the only thing I know about New Mexico, which people were proud about being from New Mexico and whatever, but I spent a lot of time there doing sales, you know, about yeah. travel, and I spent a lot of time in Albuquerque. And, uh, and dude, they ask every every restaurant, doesn't matter if it's, I mean, I'm telling you right now, McDonald's, IHOP, doesn't matter. It, they ask you one question, red or red green. Or green yeah. Red or green. And they want, you want red chilies or green chili on this? I mean, dude, I would be at like uh, IHOP, and I would just get like you know pancakes. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, they, you want red or green? I'm like, red or green? What? Well, can I can I pass? Is yeah. pass an option? And they're like, no, you want red or green? Ch-? I'm like, on my fucking pancakes. <laughs> I mean, my oatmeal. Whatever, you know, it could have been like you know, I'm getting uh, lasagna. Yeah, like, red, red, red or green, green? Fruit like, Loops in the morning. Red yeah. marinara sauce. <laughs> You're gonna put red sauce on that? Like red chili sauce? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, that's bullshit. So to me that. I just find it ironic and quite uh, honestly hilarious that you started learning about food while you were living in New Mexico. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, coming from Texas, from yeah, Mexico, yeah. I, I, yeah, I understand that line of thought and I still have a, a degree of it, but <laughs> yeah. ch- chilies, especially yeah, yeah. hatches, you know, those, yeah. those are a big deal across the nation. I don't know about the world, but certainly in our neck of the woods, you know, late August, early September, you go to United now, and it didn't used to be this way until just recently. But yeah, I saw that. You yeah, can you can go get those. Hats yeah, buy those. by the pound, yeah. and get them roasted, and yeah. you know what I do? I walk right by that shit, and I just go, yeah. they're so good, man. Okay, yeah. See, that's well, what you I'm don't saying. you don't love spicy stuff, no? Though. And I'm not a spicy guy. I mean, you know, it's funny. Me and Casey Smith, Casey K, I call her, but Casey Smith is one of my dearest friends, and um, and I'm glad to have a group of friends like Casey and Whitney Foot and Danielle Romero. We all have a group text together that's somebody named it the windows are tired but anyway but we text every day and uh but casey and i are the same like i don't have any problem with walking down the salsa aisle and going i'm getting picante mild yeah and i love it that's great that's the that's what i need like screw you people that are like hey man let's see how hot we can make this (laughs) Mm. You know what? To me, I'm like I, I gotta have some water when I'm. Eating well, like out. it can't just be hot because there is a point where it only you only taste hot, and that's not to me. That's not enjoyable. I mean, some people get by doing that. Like, there's got to be some some flavor profile to yeah. it. Well, yeah. but it gets, uh, yeah. it's well, it's a matter of it's flavor? baby steps because Mindy used to be the same way. Yeah, uh, my hey, partner. Mindy is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, the Mindy for the people that don't know because she'll be brought up later. Mindy is your significant other. Yeah. Okay. Then y'all live together and sometimes sleep in the same bed. Uh, when she allows me. Okay, yeah. I got you. Okay. So, <laughs> but, but, so Mindy's flavor profile what? Yeah. She, uh, she didn't want anything hot either. But then once we started dating and I started 
cooking, really, yeah. in all honesty. Yeah. That's like a good lure, guys. If, like, if you're trying to <laughs> land a girl, you learn to cook, good yeah. things happen. Oh, so is that what I'm doing wrong? I mean... You're over you got to spice it up a I little, mean, man. Over the king's castle. Yeah. You're here in the kingdom tonight <laughs> and, and at my, at my uh, spacious apartment. And, yeah, I don't have a significant other. So It's because you don't use enough spice yet. And I think that's bullshit because, you know, <laughs> I think I'll just go, I'll go at it alone from here on out then. I'm running you've solo seen, you've seen so my, I can maintain my, my mild profile. you snaps from me in the king's kitchen. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now. That's got mild picante sauce in it. That's what it has. So it's all right. Okay. It's all right. Sorry, I always go down these rabbit holes. But anyway, yeah, I got you. So transition to hunting, you know. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have some buddies and people that are against hunting, and they're you know totally. Good. Man, I shot up that down in Rotan uh, a little over one year ago. I shot a bobcat. Yeah. And I was turkey hunting, and I shot a bobcat with Jamie Berryhill. In a blind, mind you, and mm-hmm. I was in a blind, like a little wooden shack blind, right? Yep. And I shot it with a shotgun. Jamie Berryhill was sleeping behind me in this blind. Granted, we, we were tired. We had gone almost, we were up for a long time. And he was tired, and I get it. And he was sleeping good. He wasn't snoring, but he was doing the... the loose lips sleep, sleep, yeah. He was laying down behind me, yeah, in this, you know. And I saw this bobcat, and I shot it. And I knew I hit it because it was like seven yards away from me. Mm-hmm. And I turned and I looked and Barry Hill is. <sighs> <laughs> he didn't move. Not a muscle. <laughs> Not a muscle, dude. And I woke him up and I went, hey, man. Hey. Hey, you know that noise you just dreamed about? That was yeah. a shotgun. And he goes, no, this is what he, I, I woke up. I'm like, hey, hey. And. And I'm kind of whispering because I just killed this bobcat. So I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, you don't know where he's at. I don't at, know yeah. why I'm still whispering, but I was. And I go, hey, hey. Hey, and he wakes up and he looks at me. He goes, "Are there turkeys? Are there turkeys?" <laughs> and I went, Atta boy. <laughs> no, but I shot. Did you not hear me shoot the gun in here? He goes, "No." Oh. I'm like, "Dude, that is some sleep, bro. That is some." This is the sleep, sleep of the unbothered. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, man. So, uh, pardon okay, my noise so my, here for a second. No, that's okay. Yeah, open open that uh double X. See, I don't even like Mexican beer. I don't. I, I just. No, I don't mind. You're drinking a Dos Equis. And I'm like, dude, just give me a Ultra. And I, mean, I don't even think it tastes good. You know what the best Mexican, it's only in Mexican, the best uh, um, foreign beer I've ever had was in the Dominican Republic. And it was El Presidente. And it's all you can drink there. That's, really? That, that's the, they really. And it's always, a beer? Yeah, it's, it's made it's like, there. They have a, a brandy that's yeah, that it, same name. El Presidente? Yeah, yeah. It's probably the same. It's probably. It might be, yeah. El Presidente. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I digress. Um, I'm notorious, folks, listening for going down these rabbit. I do it on Mark's that's, podcast. That's why people All, listen, though. I do it on Mark's podcast. How many times have I been on? Let's see, um, five or six now. Yeah. Let's see, we did sports memories. We did. Yeah. Um, uh, we did whiskey and vodka tasting. Yep. With Landry Griffith, we did uh, '90s country, '90s hip hop with Jamie still Perigo. the most listened to pick four podcast that's, episode. That is yep. okay. Good to know. And um, and then I did. The baseball one. Yep. Is that all? I thought you'd be. Oh, no, one we did more. a Tom Cruise. Yeah, the, Tom Cruise the, the, bracket. The Tom yeah. Cruise bracket, which that's my mom's favorite one, she told is me. Is it? Yeah, Julie King said that's her favorite Even one. Even though David did. Collier hates it. David Collier is my is, mortal enemy now. As a matter of fact, he may have emailed it and been like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> y'all fuck up on Edge of Tomorrow. Um, so, but if I'm notorious for going down these 
sidetracks and rabbit holing and then I'll realize that I'm doing it and this inside joke that has been going on now for quite a while even it started on the first <laughs> podcast I was, I was, is that I'll look at Mark and go I'm so sorry go ahead go ahead on yeah. your own podcast and after I say go ahead like the 13th or 14th or 20th time I'm like I'm saying go ahead a lot aren't I? Yeah, I'm like, Dude, so, so Mark I don't even know where I was going with this um hunting yeah hunting yeah there we that. go yeah so how did you, when you got involved with that, like, I know you said it was, you kind of transitioned from food into hunting. Yeah. I'd never had anything to do with hunting growing up. Um, my dad wasn't into it. My granddad was, but at the time he was already old enough that he, he wasn't doing it anymore. Um, but my brother-in-law, Chris and our family friend, Brad, Daniel, they had gotten into it and they were actually on a lease out in Spur, which is a little North of Rotan. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a long time, like several months, they were trying to get me to go with them just to basically give me something to do. Yeah. If you don't know me, like I'm, the reason I'm here tonight is because you asked me kind of short notice and I, did, I, yeah. I don't ever have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man already. Um, so they, they would ask me, nah, nah, I'm not really interested. No, nah, I'm not really interested. But then once I started, uh, figuring out stuff in the kitchen, I thought, Okay, so this is a good outlet now to maybe start harvesting some of my own meat. So we went, I uh, went a couple times with them out to Spur, and it was, we were just hunting pigs at the time yeah. in a terrible, unproductive fashion. Uh, <laughs> just driving around at night. It's like 98 degrees at midnight. We're dripping sweat. Just, I'm standing in the back of the pickup. We're driving down back dirt roads real slow, shining spotlights. Like, it's not particularly effective. Like Nick Lachey, 98 degrees? Or... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Nick Lachey was, was there too, also. I had uh, to say that. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um, and, and it just, <laughs> there just you go. How to, on your own podcast, <laughs> even. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, but doing that, I was interested enough to keep learning and keep doing stuff so that it went from hog hunting in the summer to sitting in the blind with Chris in the fall. Deer hunting. Yeah, yeah, trying to. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see a whole lot. Um, but I, I, again, carried that over once deer, hunt, deer hunting was done. We started hunting turkeys, trying to hunt turkeys. I didn't know the first thing about it, but I'm pretty good at read and look at 48 YouTube videos and <laughs> yeah. uh, just kind of piece things together as I go. Yeah. Um, and then the next, it didn't kill a, tur- a turkey that Turkey season. Yeah. The next deer season, though. I want to. Can I just, just pause? Yeah, There's go ahead. Another, just another rabbit hole thing. Jamie Berryhill, who I keep mentioning, you know, it, he's a Wolfworth guy. I grew up next to him my entire life. He's one of my best friends. We've been turkey hunting. Uh, Jamie, you said you didn't kill a turkey that first year, mm-hmm. right? Jamie hasn't killed a turkey since we started. Really? <laughs> I mean, honestly, and I mean, when I have him on, I'll have him tell the story. But um, the stories, like he has not. Yeah. And I mean, he's had plenty of chances and something always goes wrong. And it is a, I could write a book about it. It is hilarious. Like it, it really is funny. Well, and yeah. I mean, this is like 20 years of turkey hunting. A lot of things have to go right yeah. though. And it's hard to turkey hunt. I mean, people it are, is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the people that hunt turkeys in the fall, that's fine. That's Yeah. You, the, the spring turkey hunting is the only turkey hunting I respect. Because really, in the fall, you have to accidentally come across yeah, them because they're not, they're not calling. Yeah, 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 they're not making any noise. Correct. They're just walking around trying to eat stuff. In the yeah. fall, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, and if you fall, if you hit it just right, it's actually pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. So okay, 
I, uh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, didn't kill a turkey that spring. The next fall, uh, we were deer hunting early, mm-hmm. early rifle season. So you've gone like a whole year without kill, like without. Yeah, well, yeah, say, and not really I'm harvesting anything at this point. I'm only going when they go because I'm gotcha. I'm not leasing. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had an opportunity to shoot a doe. Uh, it was hot that day. It was like 85 degrees in November. The wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. That ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, clearly as we've seen, yeah. And I, uh, we had some doe show up under the feeder, and I. I said, look, we've been sitting here all day. Mm-hmm. Do you care if I take a poke at a doe? Chris said, knock yourself out. See, when I say that, it means something totally different. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about deer. I'm like, hey. I'm like, yeah, I've been sitting here all day. I'm usually at a bar or something. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm like, pretty bored. Like, Let's take some pokes day. at does here. Let me here. see if I can take a poke at that doe. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So I, I took a shot. Uh, first time I'd ever shot a gun, actually. And... Hit her and she fell down dead. Yeah. Now at that point I'm like, "Whoa, what, what the doing? fuck do I do now?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would be like. So I oh took her to God. the processor. Uh, the processor, you know, cuts her up and gives her back to me a couple days later. Mm-hmm. It's not an inexpensive ordeal. So at that point I was like, "Well, if I'm going to keep doing this." I'm going to learn to do it myself. <laughs> See, that's what I love about you. You're like, no, I'm going to learn how to process a deer. I, I mean, that's part of it, right? It, if, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, then why not do the whole, the whole thing? thing? Yeah. That's crazy to me. No, I've it's, never thought that in my entire life. It's really like, not well, hard. Like yeah. do the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, championship. Uh, let's start something and not finish it. Actually, no, I'm actually really good at finishing yeah, stuff. I start. Are. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, um, yep. Learned. Yeah. How to butcher a deer, and literally all it was again was reading a bunch of books, reading a bunch of magazine articles, looking at YouTube videos, mm-hmm. deciding. How, and I don't ever do it one particular way. Of those ways, I find I piece things together, together. Yeah. and think, well, that would work for me, or I can't do that, but I'm going to do this. Uh-huh. It's the same way how I cook. I don't work from a recipe. Yeah. I don't measure anything. I read. Oh, well, you do the eyeball it. Yep. Yeah, you just eyeball it. Yep, that's what they call it. But. And see, with you, if you say that, I'm a little weird because you might be eating an eyeball. That's, that's, that's like, I'm going to eyeball. No, eyeball. there's no I'm eyeball, eyeball seasoning on the eyeball. Yeah. So, no. But, uh, yeah, that, that's crazy that you don't even use a recipe or see, I, I have to. I'll, I'll read three or four or five recipes and get the idea because a lot, you know, most of those recipes will have the same. Pretty much, yeah. Ingredients and amounts in it, but there, you know, there may be two or three differences. Yeah. I'll just figure out what I want to use and what I don't. And See, that's what I call, on. and I got kind of got ridiculed for this on your podcast, on your latest episode about baseball. That, that, to me, I would call that extemporaneous cooking. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all were like, hey, don't use those. Because <laughs> you were sounding way smarter than we were. <laughs> and I'm not way smarter. Um, I'm at 790 on this. <laughs> Uh, way better on the ACT, and I don't want to brag, but I don't. Want, I won't tell you what I did on the ACT. But did you make twenty four on your ACT? Uh, one point lower. Dang! Look at that. And I'm pretty sure that's a a, a, a world record to score that on the SAT. <laughs> to the difference between the two. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I got home and I got my scores in the mail, and my mom looked at me. And I, she opened it actually. Yeah. And um, mom, she started reading it, and I can see. Remember seeing her face, and she just went, "This is a quote." She went, really, Ty? Really? Ty. She's like, really? You got a 790? And I went, 
Oh no! Is that oh, bad, that Mom? Is that bad? Yeah, that's oh, shit. <laughs> Don't you get six hundred points for yeah, putting your name yeah, on that's it? That's what you always hear. And that's yeah. bullshit because. You know, I had to at least guess and get some of them right. Right. Maybe that's what was. She asked you who took your ACT then? No. Ty, Ty, who took this for you, Ty? <laughs> Jeffrey Ty. Um, okay. So that's hunting. And I mean, and I do would like to, I would like to make this personal about hunting. So Mark and I, like we said, we went to Rotan, my mom's farm. You know, what, when was this? January, February? Yeah. January, yeah. end of January. Yeah. yeah. And so. Here's the thing. Mark has interests that I don't have. And you have interest in like serial killers <laughs> and like that kind of thing, right? I mean, you, you, you do. Yeah, like that, we right? had just. Horror serial killers. Like a, no, no, no. I don't want you to say that. Just answer my questions. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You do have a, like a, yes. you know, a mild obsession with it. It's probably <clears throat> north, not... north of mild. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have that. And I, I don't even like it. You don't like scary things at all. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't. No. I mean, like. When I came up to your house the other day, and Mindy was laying on the couch covered up in a blanket, I didn't see her, and she scared the living crap out of me. That was comical, actually. Well, I had to calm down, okay? You know, I had to go in my car and take some deep breaths after I left her. But, so I don't do anything scary, and you had just, I mean, that week, you had released an episode of the Pick 4 podcast about serial killers. Yeah. And it was a whole thing with you and Crystal. Crystal, yeah. yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, all right, this guy is loves serial killers. <laughs> and we're going hunting for the first time, just us, in the most remote part of Texas, basically. <laughs> and we're going to have guns and knives. And we're going to walk around. And, I mean, he may. I'm like, this is it. He's going to take his chance. I've only hung out with Mark like three or four times <laughs> in the last well, 25 years. Yeah, I mean, I trust you, but it was just, I'm not going to lie and say that that wasn't in my head, you know, and I actually brought it up and this is what was even scarier on the ride down. Do you remember riding yeah. your truck? And I go, and I brought that up. I was like, you know, we're going down here and you just did a podcast on serial killers and I'm in life. I wouldn't say that I had in, in the back of my mind, like, Hey, what's going to happen down there? And do you remember what you said to me? I think I said something like, uh, yeah, it's not my style. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> You went, nah, I wouldn't do it like that. I wouldn't do it. That, that's not my style. It's not what I would do. And I was like, and I was like, man, I don't know if I feel better yeah. or worse about. In all honesty, word. like that is exactly my style. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I would do, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. So, uh, so yeah. Now, see, this is how versatile Mark is. So we'll get into art. I mean, how do you transition? Well, from, that's what I was going to say. Like, we're all, yeah. kind of all over the place, but that's just sort of my personality. Well, well cooking, <laughs> well, well, sports, you know, well, let me just put a bow on sports, even though that was like three subjects ago. But, like, even if you look at Mark's Facebook page or his Instagram page, but by the way, give it a plug real quick because I'm not sure. Uh, well, my personal one is uh, Instagram is at YB Works, and I actually started that one for the art stuff. Yeah. YB works. Right? Yeah, uh, and then and then pick, pick four, four podcast for the podcast stuff. Yeah, and then on Facebook, I, it's just Mark Youngblood. Yeah, right? but you posted these now. So we were kids, man. He would if you listen to his baseball podcast, he you would know. But Mark has this uncanny ability to like imitate <laughs> baseball players. Like he can look just like him while he's up at bat or yeah, batting yeah. stances, and it is unreal. And he posted a couple of videos of them today, which you've never posted videos of that before, right? No, yeah. I I haven't done that in. Yeah. 
20 man, years. I remember when we just play, man, and we'd be out the park. At, or even like in at, in baseball, like in JV baseball, we would yeah. play together. And uh, you could do these things. Well, like, yeah. Dude, you look just like him. <laughs> so, a professional hitter. The weird thing is, though, because uh, we talked about the, the batting stance guy on, on the baseball, on my baseball podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that like, with like a wiffle ball bat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to toot my own horn here. I would actually do it with a bat, and yeah. you would pitch a ball, and I would hit the ball. Like, <laughs> you did. We, we, it's not just for show; like it's effective. Yeah, you did it. You were, uh, and, and the thing is, is that you were like, um, you know, you're like a a, a, a musician, a popular musician. God, am I slurring? Musician, um, up on the stage, and people are yelling out requests for the yeah. song. You know, like, hey, play this, play this. That's the way you are. People would just, all of us in the neighborhood would be like, all right, Mark, do Mark McGuire. And he does a perfect Mark McGuire. And it's like, <laughs> do, do Ken Griffey Jr. And then he has to get on the left-hand side of the plate, and he could do Ken Griffey yeah, Jr. And, yeah. I mean, just on cue, you could just do him. And it looks just like, it's just unbelievable. So, folks, check out his videos that he just posted. He can still do it. And we just talked about it before we turned the mics on. I was like, man, you could still get those done. It's pretty amazing. You were like, hey, I had to look at a couple. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I had to study a couple, a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. And I, I certainly um, am more uh, cylindrical now. So <laughs> it, it doesn't quite look <laughs> it, the same as it used to. It looks good to me. I don't care, dude. It looks I'm, I'm the idea, ideal uh, softball physique now. I'm cylindrical with short, stubby limbs. So See, it, that's it, the, I think that's the way I always played. That was just, <laughs> Tony Grimm was my hero, um, but yeah, that's so. You started posting. Now I do remember this in high school. You took art. Yeah, I was in art class. Yeah. Were you good in art class? Let me just ask that. <sighs> yeah, I, I was okay. Um, everybody, I did never think I was great, and I'm not telling you I'm great. Other people would always tell me, "Oh man, that's amazing! Man, that's terrific!" Mm-hmm. And I don't—I didn't necessarily buy into it. Yeah. And then uh, my senior year, we had a representative from a place called Savannah College Art of Art Design come to art class in the friendship. Yeah. Oh, okay. And just kind of basically give a pitch for for going to art school. Yeah. Um, and at the time, some of us had some portfolios built of just stuff we'd done in art class. And the, the rep took a look at some of our stuff and I actually ended up getting offered a scholarship to go to this place. And this place was a, Oh, look at you. (laughs) This place is a, it's kind of a a feeder school into Disney animation stuff at the time. So this is early nineties. They're not doing a lot of digital stuff yet, but that was the idea is you go to SCAD and end up probably working at Disney. Yeah. Um, I still thought I was going to be a baseball player at the time. So that was my first question is, do you have a baseball team? <laughs> well, yeah, that's so awesome. Dude. You're going to go to the school of art and design, but I'm going to play baseball. Yeah. 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 And she that's said, well, bad. we actually do it, but there's no scholarship involved, yeah. but it was going to be ridiculously expensive. So I, did I, I didn't do baseball, that. And I'm, I'm trying to go off on another track, but you did pursue baseball for a while. I mean, yeah. You, I played you, in junior you, college for a little while. Loved yeah. It. I mean, you yeah. love baseball. Yeah. And, even like your nickname is Cappy. I still call you Cappy, right? I'm one mm-hmm. of the few people. I don't call you that all the time, but and what's funny is is that I didn't know why. Yeah, until until, until the baseball podcast. Until the baseball yeah. podcast on pick four, and I would just like for you to 
in a shortened version, tell the people why your nickname is Cappy. C-A-P-P-Y. Yeah, a lot. Okay, so there are a handful of people that still call me Cappy. This is 25 years ago now, nearly 30 probably. Um, one day in baseball practice, I was probably a freshman. I could not catch a ground ball to save my life. I was killing practice. Like it, it was hurting practice for me to try to catch a ground ball. Cause I'd have to go turn around and chase it every time yeah, yeah. we couldn't get anything going. Anyway, uh, the coaches and Jeb Williamson and, uh, Michael Sauceda, those guys yeah. labeled me captain error. They're like, practice would be great. If captain error were over, over here playing shortstop, could make a play. <laughs> And it just stuck. Yeah. So it carried over, you know, Captain got cut down to Cappy. Yeah. Bill Rogers still calls me Cappy. Storm yeah. Murray, every time I see him, calls me Cappy. Chris yeah. Matthews calls me Cappy. Yeah. Corey McLaurin calls me Cappy. Yeah. God, and you just mentioned, like, you just rattled off, like, these are legends in friendship baseball history. Like, yeah. it, I mean, you're right in that conversation with the – you're on the state finals team, team that went to state – it's the only team sport that friendship's ever been in the state championship in, the state – I'm pretty team sure. wise, yeah, team yeah, wise, yeah. yeah. So, and you were the leadoff hitter, Cappy, Captain Error. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, amazing. So, all right, I'm glad you told that story. Um, even though it might be rehashed from another podcast, but what were we talking about? Art. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your art. Um, it's another thing for me. Is like if I would my younger self would know that I liked art. I would, my younger self would go, you're so stupid. What are you doing? You like, uh, <laughs> let me tell you what you like. You like Jabot jeans. <laughs> you like swatches. Yeah. You like girls. And Button you up, like uh, uh, polos. Polos. Uh, and Coca-Cola like shirts. Genera t-shirt. Genera sweatshirts. Genera yep, sweatshirts. Yep. And you like, um, uh, let's see, who is my favorite? Like, you like Heavy D music yep. and you like Jodeci Jod- Jod- yeah, well yeah Jodeci that's Tupac true. Tupac that's what I liked if you ever told me I would, at, at you like some art point, what's wrong with you yeah, what are you doing no there's no way no, no way stop playing right I would like most people I would look at abstract art and go that's bullshit and whatever that is yeah. it's, it's a, a lunatic <laughs> thing, you know I could do that in five minutes why is this guy getting paid all this right. money yeah and once you learn about it and you get a little older man it's amazing and so what did you, when did you do your first like painting? Painting like I know you said you had a portfolio in high school, but yeah, like, I'm not gonna like you know, um, full blown. I majored in art while I was in junior college, uh, and I just didn't like it. Like I w- I wasn't in love with art like I was with sports still. So that's not where my concentration lied. Yeah, um, I didn't try real hard. Of course, I didn't try real hard at school anyway. Ended <laughs> partying my way right out of school. Yeah. Um, I went. Really, from leaving junior college until I was probably again thirty mm-hmm. without drawing, without painting anything, and you just get to a point in your life where you need some kind of creative outlet. Yeah. Um, yes. And sometimes, and sometimes it that. takes a while for you to figure out what that is. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I just got struck with the idea one day of um, my mom's side of the family their coat of arms because uh her maiden name is skeen is and skeen is scottish and they've they've traced it back far enough that there's an actual skeen coat of arms mm-hmm. and it's uh three wolf heads with swords coming up through the i mean it's pretty cool looking so i thought man that would make like a really cool painting and we were doing this thing at the time uh 
a skiing family reunion in the summer. And to pay for the next one, for next summers, they would do uh, an auction of recipe books, of uh, a handful of those ladies still do quilting stuff. Like, yeah, let me understand that because they would raise just do that kind of stuff on the side to raise money for family yeah and you, you do an auction that, for all these I know you have a nordic side of your family yeah and i mean like a vikings kind of shit mm-hmm. is that the side of the family that's that i mean yeah, no strangely the the nordic portion is my dad's um because young blood used to be spelled with a j by the like, way the most badass last name I mean, <laughs> I used to hate it. But you have no idea oh how bad God, I used man. to hate it because I was last at everything. Oh, okay. We'll talk about, okay, I get that. But, dude, David Zayner was the only person behind. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> it's, dude, Youngblood and King. Like, I mean, those two last names. I mean, yeah, it works now. Yeah. Now that we're old and you we know. know. Let, me, let, me, uh, let me make a promise to you right here. I know I'm getting older and it may not happen for me, but I'm still trying all the time to have kids. I mean... <laughs> Let's just put it that, to you that way. If I were to have a kid, I want to say that in the top three or names, and I don't care if it's a girl or boy, I think Youngblood King would be a good name. And I would name it. that would be I, pretty I would solid. Now, I know that there's another half of a person, that, not half, but another whole person that has a uh, say in that. Yeah. Do you Otho, think it would float? Otho would be my first. <laughs> Otho. <laughs> my, my grandfather's name, Otho. Yeah. I would love Otho. I think Otho King sounds like a badass, you know? I could just hear it right now. It's like, uh, hello, Mrs. Smith. Can we get Otho King to the office, please? <laughs> he's in trouble again. And I'm like, dude, that sounds like a badass name to me. Right. No, and he's not in trouble. He's going to stand and walk down there and tell him he's yeah, not in trouble and come back yeah, to class. Yeah. My name is Otho King. <laughs> yeah, I'm Otho. I'm yeah. not in trouble. Yeah. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're not in trouble here anymore. You're in trouble. At y'all are in kids. trouble. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, okay, so uh, Youngblood, um, Family reunion, you're getting a freaking whatever, um, you're doing fundraisers. Yeah, I thought it would be cool to to contribute something. The coat of arms, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I did a painting. My mom, bless her heart, is my biggest fan. (laughs) She grossly overpaid for the painting. (laughs) She's bought a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) But uh, it kept me like, churning out new stuff so i went through a i did that that was uh probably 10 years ago and then i kind of hit another drought and then i hit a another spot in my life where i was kind of dissatisfied with like where i was at and i needed a new outlet so i thought well i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing some paintings and i'd seen some stuff on the internet about um you can do things with acrylic paint where you just do pours yeah i remember you doing that yeah yeah you just pour it in a cup and and Basically, turn the cup over, and you can kind of tilt the canvas around and yeah. get new effects. And I remember you would post videos of that, and it was yeah. like, you know, of you doing that, and it's a, it, it's almost psychedelic. I mean, yeah, and that's why I liked it because there there's no hard lines to it, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason to it. Right, it just turns out how it turns out. But that wasn't what I liked. I mean, and I remember you started posting those pictures, right? Yeah. And I mean, we've been buddies and we've been friends, and. And I mean, dude, I just, do you remember me texting you? And I was like, hey, yeah, I would like for you to do me, do, I'd like for you to do a piece of art for me. Well, I'm yours. I know, but wait, 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 wait. I want, I just want to make okay, sure. Okay. okay. Let me, let me set it up. It's my it's podcast. It's your podcast. Tell me to go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you say it, Mark. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, thank Ty. You, thank you. Go Mark. ahead. Thank you. So I'm, 
Mark had put out a couple of paintings that were just like abstracted. It was, you know, there's nothing, there was no rhyme or reason to it that, that I could see, but I loved the way it looked. I liked the style that it was in. And I'm not talking about the pores, the acrylic ones. You had some other ones that you had posted. And I text you and I was like, uh, hey, Mark, could, could you make me a custom one just for me? And I remember our conversation kind of back and forth, but you were like, hey, well, kind of what are your inspirations? Like, kind of t- when I'm painting this, I want to think about you. Yeah. That's kind of, what I, for lack of a, I mean, paraphrasing what you said, but, and I said, well, you know, I feel like I'm misunderstood a little bit. And, but like, I'm, I graduated from Texas Tech, so I want there to be a red and black tone to it. But I'm also a friendship tiger, and that's, you know, uh, blue and gold or blue yep. and yellow, blue and yellow, and, and, uh, and, I'm, and I for, I'll never forget, dude, you said, that's all I need to know. That's really all I need. Yeah. And, and I mean, dude, when you showed, when you took a picture of it and you sent it to me, I mean, man, my breath, my, it took my breath away. Now, granted, I know people will look at abstract art and go, that doesn't mean anything to me. And I can remember being yeah. like that. But, and when you explained it to me a little bit, you were like, and by the way, folks, this will be on the, you'll see this on the post. I, I took a picture with Mark. It hangs up in my living room right now, which above my fireplace. This, am I stepping on your toes? What you want to say? Do you need to? Like, no, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. So this painting, like it has like these, um, in the background, these little blue and gold cursive words. Like you can barely, they just hints unless you were really looking at it. And, but they don't have, they're no, they don't mean anything. They're not words. They're just, and I remember Mark saying, you know, that's just, those are, nobody would understand those words because they're not really words. And he's like, that's the misunderstood part. And then there's the red and there's the black, but then there, those words are just have a hint of blue and yellow in them. And I mean, man, and I, it's funny, man, I sit in my chair, my recliner and my lazy ass can sit in that recliner and. A lot of times I'm watching an interesting show, TV, game, whatever, and I just get caught. I catch myself looking at that damn thing, and I'm like, I see something different. Yeah, and every it, time it, you look it, at it, it yeah. speaks to me. That that painting speaks to me, and um, and I know artists, uh, the value of their paintings, and I paid you for it. Yeah. Handsomely. Yeah. Like 30 bucks or something. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't remember either. That but matter. that doesn't matter. But the value of artist paintings go up when they die. So I'm not saying. Should we go hunt again, and then maybe yeah, the threats maybe on I'll me? Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm going to sell this painting. So well, let me. Okay, let me tell you about yours. Okay, so I I did those organic pours for a long for mm-hmm. I say a long time a while. That's just what I was into at the time. Yeah. And then again, I I get a point. Where, okay, I've done this enough. I'm kind of bored with this idea. I want something else. What's different than organic puddles? Hard, straight lines, right? Right. So that's a lot of what yours is. And I I asked about kind of your your yeah. history and what you might expect from it and what colors you were expecting from it. Yeah. So those, I, I tried to take at the beginning... So if we're talking about friendship being the early days, I tried to put blue and gold underneath everything else. And then, you know, you told me you went to SPC. So then I put some blue and orange above that and just layered up. 
same thing. Uh, tech was was well, I forgot the most that. recent. I forgotten that I went to a junior college. No, yeah, I didn't forget that. But saying I forgot that I told you that. Yeah. So, damn. You, so there's like. See, now I mean, I, now, I see. I forgot that. So now I'm going to look at this. I try to make it yeah. like <laughs> the history of of tie as <laughs> yeah. I go along. So black and, and red you're and white. You paint, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you told me. I'm I'm trying to make it as personal as I can make it to you. Yeah. And it still be abstract looking. So then the the yeah. black and the red and the white go on top. Like you said, I added those organic. They look like cursive words, but they're not really cursive words. I just yeah. took the end of my paintbrush and. Made little wispy swirls in them. <laughs> I mean, it's my my sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> just, to me, it's crazy that you can just do that. I mean, did you see it before you painted it? No. And when, and, and when you do that stuff, mm-mm. do you vision it? It just No, there's no end game in mind. Like I have an idea about A, the colors, and B, the, the methods I want to use, because yours is like smears and scrapes that I use with palette knives, mm-hmm. where I just kind of, get a big glop on those palette knives and just pull it sh- straight lines. Just right. make, yeah. you know, up and down, across. I, I really don't know what you're saying, but yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, and I, and I was trying to make it as yeah. different from the other ones as, as I could be, just because that's where I was at creatively. I just wanted to be different yeah. than where I had been. Okay. And, then, and I mean, when I got it, I knew that was just, I uh, really was, it took my breath away. And I remember I was at my niece's birthday party. And yeah, the at uh, the trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you brought it up there to me and I got it. I mean, ah, man, it's unbelievable. And I was, dude, I thank you for that. Cause it really is one of my, it probably is my most prized possession. Like something that I bought on my own. And that means the most to me is. Well, it, it meant a lot yeah. to me that, you know, we weren't the friends that we are now. Yeah. And that you were still interested in what I was doing and wanted to, like invest in what I was doing. Yeah. And that's, yeah. But dude, it's amazing to me. And I've done a couple others. Um, Who's your favorite painter? Like, do you have a favorite like artist? And I feel like we've lost no, everybody. Like, I, nobody really. I really like uh, Van Gogh's stuff. See, I love Van Gogh. Um, Cause it's kind of that combination yeah. between yeah. abstract and, and definite objects. So Starry Night's amazing. In fact, uh, Mindy's daughter Cassidy that's one of her things and I just bought her a, a print of it the other day oh no kidding yeah okay um, go, go ahead I, I, go ahead but I mean <laughs> yeah he's one of my favorites too Van Gogh yeah I, I, I don't know enough about art history to really like yeah. be definitive about who I do, do and don't like I just look when I look at something I know a lot yeah it. exactly yeah. you know yeah. what you like yeah. like it makes your eyeballs happy right and and I look and I've looked at Van Gogh and I, and I looked at some of his other stuff and I'm like it's still I like it yeah I like his and it's funny you say that you can look at it you know even now and we're you know we're mm-hmm. what three four years removed from from, from that painting me, yeah me doing that one mm-hmm. and you see something different every time because you're yeah. in a different headspace every sure. time you look at it I mean that's what's amazing and I still do that with the ones I have up in my house see that's amazing too <laughs> Like, okay, I like looking your, at them. Yeah, like I go, see something different every time. House, you have artwork, like, but they're like, uh, what do you call it? Centerpieces of the living room. Or the yeah. Living, yeah. And then when I go to Landry's house, you made a Yeah. You, That's one of the Landry, first things I ever did. Yeah, yeah. And he has, you know, in his living room, they're big. And I, it's like their initials mm-hmm. of their family. Yeah. But I mean, it's beautiful. It really is. It's something that takes your breath away. There's uh I did a couple of different ones. I kind of 
admittedly ran out of space to put some of these things because <laughs> some of them are huge. Like Landry's is huge. It's yeah, like yeah, four yeah. feet by five feet. What's the size of mine? Like, uh, Yours is, I think, uh, 24 by 36, maybe horizontally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's meant to take up space. Gotcha. And I, I would much rather work well, on large things. Be, yeah. Yeah. Large things than smaller things. Yeah. I had another, uh, four foot by five foot, uh, that I did. It's, I say it's similar to yours. It's really not. Um, I tried. Not be fucked up. No, I tried something and I hated it, and I, I gessoed over it and started completely new. See, wait a minute, hold on. See, I got ridiculed for using words on your podcast. <laughs> Basically, it's, you just said gesso. <laughs> gesso is like whitewash uh, with some texture in it. Okay, so I I understand the word whitewash, but painted. I, I painted over that because I, I hated it, even though I had probably 10 hours invested in it. <laughs> but that's where the, that's just what I do. Like yeah. if I hate it, I hate yeah. it and yeah, there's no there's no yeah. salvaging it. So uh-huh. it might as well start over. Yeah. Um started over just tried to do the same thing. Like yeah. okay, I've been doing these acrylic pours. I can't do an acrylic pour on something 4 feet by 5 feet. It just will not work. That's we're talking about gallons of paint. And I'm not going to do that. So I did the same idea the the smear patterns with uh, palette knives, but only I did huge ones like uh, cake icing spreaders that are like twenty four inches long. Uh-huh. Um, I did one that's like a light blue background with black and orange and white in it. Um, I did another pour, but this was one of the first ones that I did that I used a heat gun on it to kind of spread those things and make them combine differently than, gotcha. than just pouring paint on, right. on top of paint on top Have of paint. Have you ever poured Michelob Ultra or, or something like that? Or I mean, we might as well like yeah. experiment, see right? Yeah. See, that, see me, that's where my head goes on that kind of stuff. And I mean, I'm the, I'm very, and I think you would agree, but I'm not being boastful. I'm just being truthful. I'm creative. Yeah. I'm a creative individual and I think outside the box, but, I can't think in those terms of how art. And so do you know when you're finished? Like, do you look at it and go, that's hard for me. Yeah. Because you can always look at it and say, well, I I need this in this spot, or I I should have done that in that spot. Hmm. It's hard for me to turn it off, but I I feel like I got better as I went because I, I would add to, you know, alter change, whatever. And then ultimately I'd be like, well, why did I mess with that? I should have left it alone. So I did get to a point where I was like, okay, I have to say this is finished or I'm going to mess it up. Right. Okay. Um, Did that have anything to do with art? I mean, I don't know which came first, but with the tattoos, like you have, you have, you have a a love affair with tattoos. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So did that, does there a crossover there at all? Well, the first, okay. I have two little ones on my shoulder blades that I've had for a while. Um, but then I got to a point where I was drawing some stuff early on in the painting process Mm. and I drew a silhouette of a tree that just reminded me of being out at the lease at Spur. Mm -hmm. Once I, I started leasing up, going hunting and stuff, uh, bear tree. We're talking, you know, late fall, all the leaves are gone. There was a moon behind it. So it's kind of like a moonlit silhouette. I drew it one night and I thought that would make a pretty effing cool tattoo. Yeah. And sure enough. Damn it, dude. That was the first one I had. Wait a minute. You just said effing, and I've already said the F word a couple times. (laughs) I don't want Julie to be mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I'm sorry. No, it's covered up now because my tattoo artist uh, talked me into doing 
extra stuff to it, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but the first visible tattoo I had was the tree that I drew. And you went right on the forearm. Yeah, right out in front where I mean, everybody can see it. Did yeah. you have any? Re- did you have any reservations about doing that? Like putting no, one right there on the forearm. I, you know, I went a long time without doing it because of that. Because I, I yeah. didn't want the regret. Mm-hmm. But I was to the point in my life where I was like, yeah. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I'm also to a point in my life where I have a pretty stable job. Yeah. That okay does with, that doesn't. You're okay with who you are. Yeah. I, I'm okay in my own skin, yeah, and exactly. let's decorate my own skin. Yeah. Damn. So that one that one that tattoo begat the next that one. Ought be, <laughs> that ought to be in a quote somewhere. Yes. I'm a comfortable in my. What did you say? I'm comfortable in my own skin. So let's so decorate it. Let's decorate my yeah. own skin. Trademark. <laughs> TM. Copyright. Yeah. Um, and you do have several tattoos, but like the most distinctive one is on your on your inside of your right arm. Like, and, yeah. And is that a serial killer? I can't say the word serial. Uh, not. What, who is that? Per what se. Is that? Okay. This is Tyler Durden. Um, he is from Fight Club. Oh, okay. Okay. The movie. The movie slash book. Uh, I actually watched the movie before I ever read the book, but I will tell you that the book is probably the most impactful book I've ever read. It, it's had the most impact on my life and how I look at the world. Don't step on my mom's questions. Okay. Just want to. <laughs> okay, that's about your body, did did so, I squish it already? No, 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 Sorry. It's fine. Keep talking, yeah. Um, this, is, this is interesting. It, it's important enough to me that I wanted a tattoo to represent that. Now, it just so happens that the tattoo is of the movie character of Brad Pitt. Now, he doesn't look nearly like Brad Pitt as he used to, as when the artist got done, because I've scarred pretty bad like in his eye area that it should just be real dark spaces here. Uh-huh. But the longer I thought about it, the more I thought, well, Tyler Durden, of all people, would be fine with having scars. So why am I going to complain about my tattoo of Tyler Durden having scars? Move your hand. I'm taking a picture. Yeah. So I'm sort of just proud of how it turned out. Yeah. Even though it's not how it's it turned out in my head to start I've with. I've never seen. You know, you see different tattoos that you see a lot, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of tramp stamps, just so you know. You know, <laughs> whatever. We met a guy with a tramp stamp. <laughs> I've never seen a trap set. I've never. It's usually some sort of a travel design or a butterfly or something, you know. Um, oh yeah, that my mom is going to hate this. Sorry, um, sorry, Julie. So I'm yeah, sorry, no. Mickey. I'm sorry, Mickey. But so, but that's the most like distinct like. And it's a portrait it's tattoo. You, yeah, yeah. And I've never really seen that before. And is that how did, did he when he got that? Is that how you pictured him in the book? Or is that how that that's you got that from actual Brad Pitt? No, this is actually Brad, and it looked a lot more like Brad Pitt before what this you color disappeared. Up? Like, did you did you? There's it, just it? no. It's just how it healed. There's so oh, much oh, yeah. work and ink and needlework you have to lay gotcha. in these darker places. It looks like um, you know, a little like a. It's and it could Brad be fixed, Pitt, but the but dude lives in Atlanta, it so looks I'm like <laughs> it's walking the Walking Dead. A little Pitt. bit, yeah, so, yeah, and it has a. But I like it. I mean, I, I do like it. I love it. Yeah. See, and I only have two tattoos. I have a crown on my shoulder, which is, you know, my mom decorated the house in crowns. And so, because our last name is King, and I thought that would be cool. And I got one, and it was tiny. I mean, the size of a dime. Did she freak out when she found out? Um, yes. Did your dad? No, my dad thought it was pretty cool. Okay. But it was, 
it was all the different colors. And I had it so symbolic. Like, everything meant something. Yeah. The, the, that you the, have to to sell the first one, right? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, I had the, the five, <laughs> I was a five-point crown. That's what I wanted for all the members of my family. Mom, yep. dad, brother, sister, me. The stones were red for the blood of our family, you know. And there was it was blue and it was gold. Cause like, Mom, all this I, stuff I, I, is so meaningful, yeah. Mom. And you, and you know, she was like, I don't get, I don't care. I don't care. You yeah, yeah, it's, effed it, up I your skin. You did that. And she even scratched <laughs> it one time. She's like, is it really real? <laughs> And it was, but I thought it was so cool, Mark. And it was such the, the pansiest tattoo you've ever seen in your entire life. It was so bad. Oh, it's so bad. But it looks so much better now. Yeah. yeah, I've got it redone and it's a, yeah, it's much bigger and uh, manlier now. Um, anyway, and I have a toad and and Jamie will talk about the shout out toads. The toads, the only awesome dudes. So. Anyway, but your tattoos are very visible and and you're proud of them and I like yeah. that. That's cool, man. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's um And they all uh, again, they are all you getting, getting means you're gonna get more. I yeah. Like yeah. the ultimate goal is to just fill all the empty spaces yeah. here. And I've already talked to my artists. Would there you are be multiples. Willing, okay. Would you be willing if I went with you to the tattoo parlor, wherever you go, mm-hmm. would you be willing to let me do some abstract art on your body? I'm to the point now where I'm getting tattoos for art's sake. So, yes. I, if you have a good idea and Cheyenne at the brand can make it happen, yeah. then but, let's no, make I, it happen. I'm just saying, like, you know, just give me the gun and let me go. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no plan. Let me extend What if I said I'm not, I'm not against bit. it? Yeah. <laughs> let me gesso your arm right yeah. quick. <laughs> I mean, so can that, would you be willing to make that happen? Okay. Not on your forearm or something, but why not? Okay, all right. That's well, where I'm at. That's where I'm art at. Art for art's sake. Yeah, exactly. I won't charge you as much as you charge me for my art. <laughs> it yeah, well, at least charge, charge me what something. I charge you. I yeah, charge you even it out. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Uh, we got to get to. Okay. So how far? Like, do it, we need to get to email no. yet? Huh? Do we need to get to email yet? I how far along are we? Here's what I love about my podcast, and I know YouTube, but. I love it because it takes it how long take, it takes. Dude, it just takes. That's exactly yep. it's your quote that you told me. It just takes how long it takes. Yep. And what I love about podcasts, it's not radio. You don't you don't miss it. You no. know, if, if you get out of your car, just pick it up. I don't care if this takes you three weeks to listen to. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and whatever, it's fine. It's be a seven hour podcast, y'all. Great. Brace and yourselves, you know what? and that's fine with me. And. You talk about a creative outlet, you know, like you said, you know, you needed a creative outlet. Yep. This was my creative outlet and I needed to have something and this is my creative outlet. So I don't care. I really don't care if nobody, if anybody's listening right now, it really doesn't bother me. I will be listening to it. I will listen to it. And it's something that I can go home and I see like, you know, what even makes me laugh is like the first episode of Blake turned out okay. And then the next episode with Dave, uh, David Collier, mm-hmm. I mean, was just, I, but I don't know how. I mean, I'm just getting started, so the sound was off. And but the content was good. Was that so was good. the important yeah, yeah. part. And David was so good. I mean, he was so good on. I mean, oh my gosh, I wish it was time. And then I even had Avery Benson, the basketball player, and it was even not even better. But you know, that's the much, fun part, though. Much like more tension, and it, it still didn't sound right. And to me, I'm listening to it in my headphones, and it sounded okay. But then, yeah. you know, when it comes out, and so this is just a, still a new process. Yeah, David, sound, the sound is the technical I, part. And, 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 and he got yeah. upset with me, but even when I had Manny Romo, I did Manny, and I didn't record the whole thing. I recorded the first five minutes, and um, that's it. And it didn't record. I'm still new at this, and 
it, it bothered me so bad that I didn't have an episode one week. The man yeah, yeah. episode didn't even air. And it bugged me so bad. But like with moms, like last it got better, you know, and it's yep. like, all right, it sounds good. And mom was so good, you know, and and uh man, I got so much feedback from mom's episode, you know, and like like JP Cotton, like, you know, mm-hmm. he texts me today and he's like, dude, that was a great episode and I want to hug your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to hug and Julie, by said, the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I said, well, she is badass. Get in line. She won't say ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad. Yeah, Ty. She said, I'm Ty. But I know. And, um, and Miki, you, yeah, yeah, you, it's funny how you even call her Miki. And I love it because, you know, we're. Well, that's what she said. Yeah, that's she did. Yeah. yeah, she said, call her Miki. But, okay, yeah, we do need to get the emails. And here's where my creative mind went. Even I text you this, I think it was today or yesterday or something. I said, like, man, I got a lot of emails already. And I think it should be a weekly segment on my show, just whatever, because I do find you very intelligent and very well-rounded. And I feel like you know what you're talking about, no matter what it is. And I was like, it should be a weekly segment called question mark, <laughs> question mark. Let's have questions for Mark, question mark. I'm diverse. I may not always have okay. solid answers, Here's but I might word. have a pretty good idea. Here's a word for you. Uh, you're avant-garde. Well done, sir. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, and that just popped into my head. I totally forgot to refer to you as community liaison. <laughs> liaison. <laughs> I told you I was going to refer to you as that from now am, on. Yeah, I, my new. I did get a new uh, official job, and it is congratulations. Thank by you the way, very much, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It's an awesome. I'm excited job. for you. That's Me, a big deal. Thank you. And but I said avant garde. Um, all right, we're in my hands. Right now, hot off the presses. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I got what Collier would know. What, what, like, when you used to get uh, AP news breaking stories, mm-hmm. didn't it come across? What do you call it? Was the it wire. A, the wire? Yeah, yeah there we man, go. You call it the wire, yeah. But, man, even that's old for when I was, <laughs> started, but it's called the wire, yeah, across the wire, yeah, you're right. But I did get, uh, yeah, and, and did people hear that? I don't know. Did you hear that? These are the emails. Yes. So in his hot little hand, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. He kind of emails. Okay. Um, I saved talking about this because um, we well, had a question about it. Okay. So this is uh, from my buddy, Mr. Dave Turris, and he lives in Seal Beach, California. Okay. So okay. He's doing is, okay. Uh, yeah. He he lives in. Uh, Southern California. Yeah. And I even, I was like, man, I want to say where you're from, but I wanted to say Long Beach and it's close to Long Beach, but it's Seal Beach. Great. Okay. He's one of the greatest dudes I know. He met his wife on a reality show. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And then his kids are awesome. Like, and, and they're like the, they are, when you think of California people, they are the California. Like they are that. Okay. Yeah. They, he has the long hair and he'll skateboard oh, out man. to the beach yeah, that's... And with his kids and his dog and his, his uh, wife is like a, uh, you know, like a, healer kind of person and Stacy and she's amazing. They are, they're amazing. Okay. Okay. Really, really, really I got hard. you. Yeah. Okay. This is Dave Turris and he loves the pick four podcast, by the way. Oh, He's thanks Dave. Fan Appreciate it. Pick four podcast. So whenever you see California pop up, on I do your, have California yeah, listeners. That's, yeah. That's probably, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I know that Dave is at least one of those people. So thanks Dave. All right. Quick question for Miss. This is from Dave Turris. Quick question for Mr. Youngblood. Who is on your top five? West Coast gangster rappers of all time. And he put peace. 
We know pieces of big part. But I know who your number one is. All right. Because I grew up with you. Yeah. So do you have five? I mean, I don't know if you need to. But, you know, he should have said four for pick four. Yeah. yeah. Let's stay on brand, Dave. Come on. Uh, Yeah. Number one would probably be Ice Cube. Um, Yeah. I knew that was number one. Because I thought I was Ice Cube for a while. I was in my own gang. Yeah. Wore my blue beanie, pulled down over my eyes every day. Yep. You did, uh, and you were you were knew every word to Predator the whole album, uh, followed by. <laughs> you would walk down the halls and look like Ice Cube. I mean, you really would. I did. I wore my my Nike baseball jersey. It was yeah. purple button up baseball jersey and my wind pants and my Nike hiking boots. Yeah, you're so. Uh, awesome. yeah. Let's see. Number two would probably be Tupac. Yeah. Um, three would probably be Easy E. Mm-hmm. No, we're talking strictly rappers. Four would probably be Dre. Yeah. And West Coast, too. Yeah. So, five. Just because he was later on, probably Snoop. Yeah. Because he came came later down the line. It's a pretty damn good list. It's not a a shabby list. You know, it's not rapping Forte. It is not rapping Forte. I do need to shout out Too Short, because Too Short is probably (laughs) where I grew, like, I knew Too Short before I knew all those other guys. Mm -hmm. Because that was probably, like, 86, 87, somewhere there. Ice Cube song. Do you have a favorite one like you could go to? Every oh, time? man. Um, and don't give me like a good day. Like it no, would, it, it wouldn't a be a good song. day. Don't get me yeah. Wrong, but, you know. uh, I always like, uh, what's the one with uh, the one he did with Dos Effects that's on Predator? Oh, yeah. Uh, Shotgun Bullets are Bad for yeah, Your yeah, Health. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's not the name of it, but it's because um, Shotgun Bullets are bad, bad for your health. health. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Dude, you're rapping on my show. David Collier rapped on my show. That is true. I may close out with a rap. You never know. Yeah, Stay yeah. around till the end, folks. Yeah. I mean, at the very end, David called your rap to Shaquille O'Neal. I can't top that for sure. He caught me off guard, and I was like, oh, my God. It was did he so really good, right? <laughs> he just yeah. snuck it in right at the very end. And then, yeah, and I was in it with Peace, right? And he, it, it, I didn't He's hit like, stop. No. And he goes, oh, you jealous punks can't stop my dunks. And that's a line that's from... so solid. I mean, yeah. So, um, all right. Next question for... Uh, the segment of question mark question brought to you mark. by LMK Productions. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeremy, your boy Jeremy, Daniel, yep. my Daniel. boy Jeremy, okay. Daniel. Yeah, um, we kind of talked about this, but it's a. <laughs> Who are your greatest artistic influences? Um. Okay, in all honesty, probably Susan Donini, who was the art teacher in high school. I don't know if you also, remember. It was, I mean. To be fair, pretty hot. And her daughter was hot. Okay. I'm okay. glad you said it out loud and I okay. didn't have to break Thanks. the ice. But well, yes. Yeah, high school kids, there's some teachers <laughs> yeah. that are hot, you know? Yes. So, Susan Donini was uh, yep. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good, man. Susan Donini, I forgot. I haven't thought about her for a long time. Then, uh, like we said, Van Gogh probably. Um, I wish I could remember his name. I saw a piece on 60 Minutes of a guy that's doing a bunch of work in LA and it's layered uh, newspaper and then paint on top of that. And then he takes a power washer and he, he's power washes off layers, uh, all, all this paper and, and paint that he's built up. And it looks amazing. I wish I could remember his name, but I can't. Are you sure it's not paper mache? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> Just playing. In all honesty, it may be yeah, because no, no, it's no. sort of the same process. But yeah. we're talking about things that are 
25, 35, oh, 40 huge. feet long and yeah. 10 feet tall. Oh. Just enormous yeah. walls. Yeah. And he's power washing this stuff. It looks incredible. And okay. I may well, that's fine. like try to send you a link when we get done so you can include it in show notes because it's amazing. And I've never done anything in show notes, so you're trying to challenge me. <laughs> so, um, also, uh, oh, and I want to ask you a question personally because I maybe mean, I wanted to ask it if we weren't talking about art. Um, have you ever like just driven down the road past like a train car and wanted to graffiti it or paint something on it? Does that is that oh, an itch for you? Yes, all the oh, time. Okay. Okay, I just good. happen to not carry spray paint with right, me, know, or it but, would but, happen. But that's a that's a uh, that's a want though. Like you see it, and you're like, I could put something yeah. in there. Okay. Major blood needs to go on the side of that rail car right now. Not <laughs> <laughs> my blood. Yeah. Um, and Jeremy also wants to know why is choke making me so anxious? I have no idea what that means. Okay, so if you're a you know, we, we have a handful of crossover listeners between all our yes. uh, podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so one of my early episodes I did with my mom, actually, who was a librarian for a long time, yeah. um, was our favorite authors. One of my favorite authors is Chuck Polinick, who wrote Fight Club, also wrote a book called Choke. Choke is probably my favorite Chuck Polinick story. Um, and it is very much, it, it's disturbing. If, you, if you're not ready for it, it's about a guy who is A, a sex addict, mm-hmm. and B, he's trying to pay for his mom's um, hysterectomy. Health care, no, oh. not hysterectomy, no. Her health care, she lives, she lives in a nursing home. Uh, she's not in her right mind, you think. And he's uh, trying to pay for what? He's trying to pay for the monthly bills oh, for that care. care. Yeah. That and to do you. that, he uh, fakes choking episodes at, at restaurants and lets strangers save him. Those strangers then sort of adopt him, mm-hmm. send him money for his birthday, send him money because he needs to pay for X medical class, even though he's not going to medical school anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how he pays for his mom's medical bills. Uh, some horrible things happen to him along the way. Uh, something gets stuck, and we'll just leave it at that. You can find that out on your own. Mark, th- stop. Please. <laughs> this, 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 this is freaking awful. I mean, it, and you like this. Yeah, okay, Chuck yeah. Palahniuk's one of my favorite. If you like uh, things that Jeremy. disturb you because it makes you think of new things, then Chuck Palahniuk is a, is a good author to follow. No. No, I don't like that. <laughs> but I'm not a reader either. Man. I don't read it all. I wasn't either for the longest mom, time. I hit. I apparently teacher. I hit this point in my when life. Did you start reading that about the same time I decided I was going to cook and hunt. Like I this you know early thirties, mid thirties. Interesting person. I freaking <laughs> know, dude. I mean, it really is amazing. And I have. It's been nonstop in that yeah. last ten or eleven years. Yeah. Like I've knocked out a bunch of books. Yeah. Yeah. Did you in high school? I know you were really smart. In high no, school, I hated reading. But you didn't like it? No, not at all. Because I'd rather be outside playing ball. Yeah, me too. But I remember when I learned about um, like symbolism in books. I never really thought about it mm-hmm. until it was taught to me, like through um, The Great Gatsby and stuff like that. Yep. Just normal reading. And so now I see the symbolism in like movies and shit. I mean, and maybe that's not even true. I don't know, but it's what I think. So I will say that that I I, I do appreciate that. But as far as me reading, no. But, okay, but. If uh, what's your friend's name that makes the movies? Adam. Adam Stone. Adam Paul Stone. Adam. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if Adam sent you 
let's say, a script mm-hmm. or just a did. screenplay or mm-hmm. even a short story? Mm-hmm. Would you not read it and go, that. yeah. But that's different because if I know I'm playing a part in that movie or that's whatever it is, maybe. I don't know, man. I think part of it is I like to find new things that turn on different parts of my brain, yeah. and reading does that pretty, pretty You're probably live liberally. Because <laughs> that, that's the, I think that's the kind of things you got to do, you know. So, um, so my art's never going to be worth anything. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to disappoint. <laughs> okay, um, next to last, uh, right along those lines, because we'll move right into books. This is when it's from Miki, Miss okay. Julie King. Yes, ma'am. She emailed in. I'm like, okay, I'm impressed. Uh, yeah. Ty. Ask Mark what made him start to love reading, which I think we kind of thought about, said that. Ask Mark what made him start to love reading, and what are two of his favorite books of all time? Also, there's a bonus question. What would you recommend for me to read? Thanks and love, Miki. Miki. All right. That's a good question. Are you going to recommend Choke for her? Uh, Choke? No, Miki. No, 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 no. Choke is one to avoid. I'm sorry, Julie. No, don't do that. Okay. So let. Okay, let's. Where did I start? Strangely, uh, my love for reading came from a handful of movies, and I'll tell you the movies. Fight Club was one of them, Mm -hmm. which I love that movie. By the way, and No Country for Old Men. I love that movie. Now, No Country for Old Men. I will read Cormac McCarthy, who wrote that book. And it is a book before it was ever a movie. And you know I like some Cormac McCarthy. Exactly. because like Yeah, because you like Lucero. Ben Nichols from Lucero. Lucero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will read Cormac McCarthy all day. Um, I will tell you two of my favorite books. Uh, okay. I did Fight Club, No Country for Old Men, but also Blood Meridian, which is another Cormac Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy. uh, I I want you to know this. I downloaded, I was like, okay, because I love Ben Nichols from Lucero. It's my favorite band. It was actually who I was playing when you came in here. He was kind of playing that. And it's the only book I've ever downloaded online uh, to read. Yep. And it's the most difficult reading ever. It's hard hard to read because there's no punctuation and you don't know when things are are spoken by characters and when things are thought like there's no quotation marks. I'm like, I'd rather just hear Ben Nichols sing about it. So, and it's good too. I I know, but how do you know? Like, aren't you at a point go, when do you keep going? You're like, okay, yeah, this is making sense. Like you just like, I have to give it a fair shot. (sighs) I am a hooker for, the unknown. I've said this on my podcast a handful of times. The mystery and not being able to put the pieces together yet until I get a little farther down the line is what entices me to keep going. I gotcha. So I just kind of keep going mm-hmm. until I feel like I'm there. And then once you're there, you want to know how it ends anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you said Fight Club, Corbett McCarthy. Fight Club, anything by Cormac McCarthy. If, I, if I'm going to give... Uh, Miki a recommendation yeah she likes like, did you hear what she said she likes yeah. Night I don't even know what that is uh, Hunger Games uh, she loves that kind of crap let me think of what's Which, on my shelf I do love shelf. dystopian I love dystopian stuff too but not reading it I mean and my nephew Zyler is a big I mean nephew Zyler my Zyler will read like I mean that son of a bitch will read like War and Peace for breakfast you know <laughs> I mean seriously he can put up a, pick up a book and put it down and be done with it I mean, it's pretty. Um, 
okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kind of a little different direction here. Okay. It's not quite dystopian because it's sort of science fictiony, which I'm not a huge fan of to start with. Mm-hmm. But The Martian, uh, as a book, is terrific. Yeah. I read that book in about 36 hours. It was hard to put down. And if you've seen the movie, you already kind of have an idea about yeah. what it's about. And I think it's a great. But movie the book is terrific. It yeah. is so good. Andy Weir, and they actually. Okay, I'm a nerd and I know a lot about this stuff. So, yeah. Andy Weir wrote this. Who's Andy Weir? Oh, he's, he's the author. author okay. okay, he wrote it as a blog, and it was just out in the well, that's interesting. internet universe for people to read. Yeah, and some book companies picked it up and said, "Look, let's at least charge people." And they started off like as a 99 cent download. After that, and then went to an actual publication. That is amazing. So I never knew something like that. I and mean, the the first great, line in the book that movie it's a yes great, it's, it's terrific a, right I really love it yeah. and the first line in the book is, <laughs> is it, I'm gonna science the shit out of this close okay. Uh, okay. you know in the movie you know they're doing their experiments and there's some mm-hmm. talking back and forth that's not where the the book starts the book starts at the point where he realize he wakes up and he's like well I'm fucked mm-hmm. because he realizes you know he's got a now a health issue because he's been punctured Punch. by the mm-hmm. the antenna. Mm-hmm. He realizes the ship is already gone, and he's just here on Mars by himself. Yeah. And that's literally the first line of the book is, well, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and here's what I love. Miki, I'm sorry. That's, that's the, that's the first sentence. A Miki's but the rest of it is incredible. Question, and if you go back and listen, like I start off my, pod, my episode with mom about cussing. Mm-hmm. She does not care for it. I mean, but... And I love the fact that you answer her question, and, you, and it's really... You have refrained from some of it. Yeah, and you use it in her the answer to her question. <laughs> <laughs> and I could give you lots of like yeah. classical things that she's probably already read. Like I think 1984 is probably one of the most important mm-hmm. books that Americans could read. Did you read The Outsiders? That's a book I didn't uh, If I and, did, yeah. I don't remember. Like it yeah. wouldn't have been in my reading heyday. I wouldn't have gotcha. remembered it. I, I love that book. I thought it was great. Um, uh, what was the other one? A Rare, Where the Red Fern Grows. Did you read yep. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you read? Um, and I mentioned the Phantom Tollbooth on your mom's episode because I think that's the book we read in oh, sixth yeah. grade in her class. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Last person. Okay. No, I mean, I've got some other but but your significant other, Mindy. Oh, great. She emailed <laughs> in some questions. Yeah, and I love it. Terrific. I love it. Her first question is, and I, I want to know the answer to. I mean, this has been piquing my curiosity since she emailed it in. Okay. She wants to know, if she died tomorrow, would you cry? <laughs> I knew as soon as you started that question. If she died tomorrow, would you cry? <laughs> now, I feel like there's some sort of a backstory. There is that, a backstory. But, well, but babe, it depends. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> if she died tomorrow, would you cry? Just yes or no? Yes, of course I would. Oh, like, but it's been a running joke. Because... <laughs> We saw something on TV. And, and this is not a streaming thing, so you get. But Mark is—he hasn't turned red yet the whole day, and he is red it's, now. Yeah, you are red that, right now. Mindy, babe, well done. <laughs> nice job. You got me. <laughs> you put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't even have a clever response. So, but we'll respond. Yes, a of course I would. But the joke between us is well, it kind of depends on the circumstances, like. Have you been sick for a long time? Have I already really grieved your death before you actually die? Oh, we were watching uh, Children of Men, and uh, there's a scene where Julianne Moore gets shot in the neck, and her ex-husband 
Like at the time, they're you know they're trying to save her, and they realize she dies, and they yeah. drag her off in the forest. And then he goes and cries later, yeah. like yeah. like full on sobs. Is that what started the? Conversation? Yeah. So she's like, "Babe, if I died, would you would you cry for me?" It's like, well, I don't know. Did you get shot in the neck, or did you die from cancer, or what? <laughs> so she, yeah, so she got like me. Nice job. Yes, I would cry. It was like, well, it depends. Yeah, like, you know, eh, you know, were we trying to save the the last baby on the face of the earth, and you get shot in the neck by the human project refugees? And <laughs> it's terrible. Of course, I would cry. Yeah, Mark, would you cry if I died? Ty, I'm going to cry when I leave your house. Oh, my. <laughs> Tears of joy. Uh, you're like, oh, God, this got to be over. Because, yes, I thought moms would set a record. No, we set a record. Length Lengthwise, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I really don't care. It, what do you say? It just it takes, takes how long it takes, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's organic. At the, we're at the end, so. Uh, uh, let me say this before you ask I, this next I, question. I've said that to a lot of girls. It just takes how long it takes. And usually it's like, eh. Yeah. yeah, well, okay. That was enjoyable, I guess, maybe. And I'm not even talking about, <laughs> I could be talking about anything, okay? Yeah. All the listeners out there. I could be yeah, turn about your anything. dirty yeah. mind switch off. Exactly. Okay, remember in our uh, uh, Seven Degrees of Annoyed yes, before that, podcast mm-hmm. episode, and I said something to the degree about, to the degree of, you have to be friendly, even though you may not be in the mood to be, you have to be a friend when you're not in the mood to be a friend sometimes. Yes. We have said that in our house now so many times lately really? since that, yeah. <laughs> That is like, that's another quote. Damn it, dude, you got to write a book. Like, you got to be, what, I don't even know how you say it again. What is it? It was something to the degree of you, you have to be friendly when you're not in the mood to be Good friendly. Friend. Like, sometimes you your friends friend. need that. No, no, you got to be a friend even when you're not in the mood to be friendly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Trademark. TM. Do, I do have that, a lot of quotes. You do. And it's, a, and it's accidental, really, and, and, actually. And, uh, I don't even know what the other one was. Because I'm trying to be like clever and impressive and yeah. it just well, falls out sometimes let me just do the words okay you're the wordsmith this is your <laughs> podcast you drive the bus please and thank you okay, you're welcome. <laughs> but i find that funny about the uh, but also mindy once let me let me make sure i want to yeah sure I'm get, I'm getting these that's right. gonna be hard to top um, by the way hey what is your favorite buddy holly song <laughs> <laughs> see i don't even, Dude, oh been, my okay, gosh! Here's my thing: is that dude, I, you know why she asked this, this right? I've been trying to make people laugh this whole time, and you you haven't <laughs> laughed at hardly anything I freaking said. And all I all I had to say was, "What's your favorite Buddy Holly song?" And I could get a big laugh out of you. And I didn't even ask it. It's Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, okay. You know why though, I'm, right? Okay, okay. okay. So we do the uh, '90s music pick four podcast with you and Jamie. Yeah. You disclose that Jamie's early days of songwriting included his... And I mean, when I say early days, yeah. I mean, like, he was like... Five or six, six or, yeah. yeah. Five or six, yeah. <laughs> included such hits as yes. Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah. He would just run into the living room with that little guitar, like a toy guitar he had, and he would strum it as hard as he could. And, I, and I'm being serious when I say this. Sometimes he was clothed, sometimes he wasn't clothed. But he was always strumming the guitar. Though, but I want to put he was out. always in tune, yeah. naked or not. <laughs> and, and he would say, he would just sing, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly, over and over and over and over again. Like it was, there was no rhyme or reason to it. It was just Buddy Holly. So, yeah. So that's the backstory. But okay, so the, <laughs> it's turned into that because after that episode, I found myself singing Buddy Holly. All the fucking time. I couldn't turn it off, and I don't understand. And then it bled into, 
me teaching the granddaughter. <laughs> and I, I like planted the seed and it yeah. didn't really stick at first, but sure enough, like 10 minutes after I introduced that to her, she's running through the house, like performing buddy Holly. But, and I sent y'all videos of it and it's incredible. So amazing. <laughs> I don't think you said, I don't know if I love you or I hate yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and she would like, it was like remixes. She would go in the bedroom and like come out and be like, buddy Holly. Oh yeah. yeah. Buddy Holly. Like, oh yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And then she'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> so awesome, dude. Okay. I thought that's what that answer was, but I, yeah, I didn't. That's where it came really, from. Okay, but you know what? So Mindy has one more. Okay. Okay. But I'm kind of scared. Be Damn it, I should have let off with Mindy's questions. Shit, this is the most interesting it's been. Now, this will be coming from... She's asking this question, but let me ask it okay. for me. Mark Youngblood, Cappy. Cappy. Between you and Mindy, who's funnier? Oh, are you funnier than Mindy? <laughs> because let me ask, let me tell you this. I, I, I don't know. That's Mindy asking the question. Yeah. But when I think of Mark, I don't think of like hilarious, like you're not like this guy, but you're, you're witty. You're very witty yeah. and creative and you do make me laugh. But also on the same side of the coin, when I think of Mindy, as I know Mindy, we graduated together. Mm-hmm. And I've known Mindy forever. I don't think of Mindy as, you know, hilarious or like some sort of um, uh, extrovert or whatever. You know what I mean? Not that you have to be an extrovert to be funny. But. Well, Mindy is so shy around people she doesn't know. And I'm the same way. Yeah. Until I get to know you, you probably think I'm a dick. Yeah. But then once we know each other, like I'm, I'm down to have as much fun as you want to have. Uh, to answer the question, <laughs> this yeah. is who's funnier? You were yeah, we've had this discussion. How oh, it's almost not fair because we're pretty funny together. I will say that. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. Um, pro- oh man, it's not fair, <laughs> babe. You have to. Answer you this. did this on purpose. Like, I would say me because. Because just why? because yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no reason and, you know, you're right yeah. I didn't say you had to explain it yeah I just, just me is the right answer but it's it's razor thin margin and we make each other laugh yeah. ridiculously and, all the time that's the important that. part yeah because I remember when I went over there the other night and she scared the crap out of me You all you did was laugh yeah and, you and I encouraged her to do I, it to start <laughs> <laughs> I said babe be real still don't he's gonna come in when he gets clear of the couch then scary you know what? I might be the serial. serial. <laughs> I might be killing people. That was going to be funny if it came out all in one shot. Good job. Almost. I can say cereal if it's like Fruit Loops, but I can't say cereal. Cereal it's kill. Like, it's yeah. like your mouth is afraid to say the words. Yeah, exactly. It's scary. All right, man. Let me, let me go over my, uh, let me just look at my um, notes here. Make sure I got everything. Okay. Did we do the emails? Yes. We talked yep. about podcasting. Yes. Yep. We talked about the pick four. Um, real quick. How did you come up with pick four podcasts? Like the actual uh, yeah, because I think it's genius, really, because you can go any direction. It's just the guest or whoever you have on, excuse me, is whatever the topic is. You got to pick four things. At the time, um, I was listening to a bunch of talk radio, like local talk radio, mm-hmm. sports talk radio specifically, and they and they're they have a pretty popular running theme because it's easy to come up with content. They're Mount Rushmore of blank. 
So Mount Rushmore of oh. tech football players. Mount gotcha. Rushmore of you know, tech baseball players. It could have been anything. My Mount Rushmore of tech football players, Donnie Hart, Taurus Rucker, Taurus Rucker, Taurus Rucker. <laughs> so, yeah. Those are, are the correct answers, no, by the way. Yeah. Taurus Rucker, Taurus Rucker, Brian Bishop. And that will only mean something to certain people. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Mark. So they generate a lot of interest in doing these Mount Rushmore things. So I thought, yeah. well, you can – make a Mount Rushmore of almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, let's don't call it the Mount Rushmore of, let's just pick four of. Very nice. I like that. Whoever, yeah. you know, whatever guest. And I feel like I do a pretty good job of matching guests with topic. Right. Like, I feel I like do. that's a strong suit. I really, I agree. I agree 100%. And then so, we just... Pick, I can pick four of whatever, and maybe it's right and maybe it's not. But whoever – my guess, typically, like I'm engineering the topic towards yeah. what I think they're going to be strong with. You're not going to uh, ask me to be on for like pick your four favorite authors. Yeah, or, right. Or pick four books. Yeah. That would not be something – now, I could probably come up with something because – Yeah, because you're tie and you're clever. Good, yeah. But <laughs> that's not what you're going – I really don't think that's what would be, what would be interesting. Like I wouldn't have my mom on to talk about alcohol. Right. <laughs> she would not be part of the whiskey and okay, you know scotch what? tasting. Here's a future idea. Let's we should get our moms yes, on. on. Your mom, my mom. <laughs> I actually me. thought of that when yeah. I listened to and, your mom's episode. Yeah. And let's do an alcohol pot like where they taste stuff. So see, my mom. My likes mom would a, be asleep in four mom, minutes. You know, it would be the shortest podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because my mom likes a sangria or something, maybe. Yeah. Like every now and then. I think more than. Julie. But come on now. But she's not crazy. Don't. She has one, and that's it. You know. Yeah. And, but. I think that would be a good uh, podcast. I found one <laughs> wine that my mom liked. Yeah, she. Um, I gave her a bottle. She opened it and had a, you know, a glass out of it. I didn't realize it, but I got her another bottle of it. Yeah, like down the line for her birthday or Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I opened the fridge to put that bottle in there, the other bottle was still in the fridge. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's how often my mom drinks. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that's a Pick 4 podcast. Please, folks, go listen to the Pick 4 podcast. Go back and just start listening from the beginning. It's good. It's entertaining. It's informative. And but, and also what I love about it is like the serial seri- killer episode or the horror whatever it is. The horror movie episode, yeah. See, I, I mean, to me, I'll listen to it, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, and you know, I've told you that. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's not my thing. And it's not, but that's but, part of what the what appeal is: the is we yeah. we're it, all over the place. It is all over the place. So, and I love that. So, you'll find something that interests you, probably. Yeah, even if it's Mark and Ty talking about sports moments or yeah. whatever. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I thought we could make it. I've been stretching it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fill another six minutes. That's all right. Um. I'm okay finishing behind Julie King. It's okay. No, 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 no. Dude, you done lapped her. Okay. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're closing in two hours. Shut the front door. Yes, we are. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah, yeah, we're at 155. Right okay. Now. See you guys like over the course of the next two yeah. or three days. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> I would love to, if you would email me to know, I would like to know anybody that listened to this in one sitting. I you're really would. you're a it, trooper. Yes, and I would love to know that because uh, you know what? If you really listen to this on in one sitting, you know what? I will have you on as a guest. 
That yeah, would be yeah. That's well a, that's done. A, yes, and um, I don't know how I can prove that you did that. Or that there might that be effect. four of us, and two of us are in this room right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's Landry, and the other one's Jeremy. It, will, it, will, uh, it, it does come out on Fridays at five in the morning. I do have it. So, what do I do on Friday mornings? Like I wake up, and I'll usually will post something real early. I set my yep. alarm and like post something like, "Here's the episode," you know, on my social media accounts. And then, do I go back to bed? Maybe no, I, I'm in bed, and I just hit play on it on oh, whichever yeah. if it's Spotify or Apple or whatever, whatever I want to listen to it on, and I listen to it. The yeah. dulcet tones yeah. of yeah. Ty King, Mark Youngblood, and Landry Griffith. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's it, folks. Mark, thank you so much, man. Thank man, you this for, is a good time. Things. Thank you for the kick in the butt that I needed, and to do this podcast. Thank you for my art. And how inspirational that is. You're an inspirational person to me. Not to get mushy or whatever, but dude, you're you're uh, you're an awesome person, and I love the, the your versatility. And I um you are interesting to me, and you're also a great friend. Like, and you've always been that way, even though we didn't hook, didn't really like become really close until you know over the last six months or ten months or a year. And I was I was even buying artwork from you way before that. yeah prior so, to that yeah, yeah so well i appreciate you, it and yeah, you're awesome like so. we run into each other in the point in your life where you need to run into each other right yeah, that's true yeah yeah and um you're you're amazing and uh i, I really love you do. man i, I, love I appreciate too, man. it appreciate you too man are you saying that because you've been drinking or nope not at all i told you that the first night you that, came over actually i don't true. know if you remember yeah. that as you were yeah. leaving a lot of love for you man and um landry we like you too you're okay so, Daddy's little uh, punums. Yeah, so check Mark out. Uh, I'll let you do your own plug for your own podcast. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, you can go oh, to mention the other one. Yeah, too. Pick uh, pickfourpodcast.com. That's the biggest help. Yeah. Uh, you can find everything. Social media links. Picture of me. Ty's face is on on the internet. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> show catalog, all that mess. Uh, we also do this sister project. It's open sourced. I, I want everybody to participate it's not just me it's not just the guys in lmk productions send me an audio file about things you hate and that make you mad uh, if you listen to the first couple you'll understand what we're talking about it can be petty it can be serious i i don't care if it makes you mad and you want to vent and get it off your chest record a voice audio file on your phone email it to me i'll turn it into an mp3 and i'll post it on hate pod yeah it's called hate pod yeah yeah. I love the name of that, by the way, and I couldn't believe it was available. And it's not like, because now hate is such a terrible word. I know, and, and that's why I was shocked. I thought for do. sure somebody would hijack that for their you know, Nazi has, propaganda. But. It is so good because it could be just somebody that sends you a, you don't have to say your name. You don't no. have to do anything. Mm-mm. Somebody could just be like, you know. Do it anonymously. It anonymously. <laughs> the first one I did was about a Facebook fucking, yeah. Facebook well, off. yeah, it came from Facebook, but. The first actual hate pot I did was about a Range Rover that couldn't park in the oh, parking lot correctly. That is true. Yes, <laughs> that is very true. And I, yeah. Um, also, I was talking to my mom yesterday. Of course, I'm going to try to stretch this out. I was talking to my mom yesterday. We were riding around, and she told me that she was, well, I want you to know that there's two new laws in Texas driving. And she told me about if you pull out to turn left and you get in the turning lane and you try to drive down the turning lane, if you try to use the turning lane to blend in, she goes, that's now against the law. And I went, Mom, it's so funny you mentioned that because it was on a Pick 4 podcast episode about pet peeves. And it was Mark and Landry's pet peeve, like it really was. 
and I do it all the time. That's amazing. And I do it all the time. I and I even told you on the podcast. I go. I just want to blend. Yeah. I'll I'll pull the turning lane. I I feel like I'm good enough. I can blend. I can blend. Yeah. And you know what my mom said? What'd she say? She goes, "Well, I do that too. So, but it's against the law now." No, not against the law. I think it was against the law. Lubbock police are looking for it's that. It's extra now. frowned upon now. Now they're looking for it to pull you over. Like that's wow. Yeah, that's a. It's on their radar. Also, parking, uh, um, going the wrong way on a street. If you park yeah. on a street, if you're facing the wrong way, yeah, look, that's my, dumb. But that, whatever. That what that bothers me though. Let's my start about Mark and his yeah. love for anyway, police. So see. okay, yeah, we're gonna make it. We are going to get the two-hour mark. Nice. I I, I stretched it out. So, folks, that is Mark Youngblood. I appreciate him and uh, in more ways than you can know. Also, make sure you email the show. Tell me that it was too long. Tell me that it was... (laughs) (laughs) Voice your displeasure, please, and thank you. Really, but I like your praise as well. Um, Tell me show ideas. Anybody at podcast at gmail.com. Mark, wait. Don't get up because... Not going I'd anywhere. like to end, end like I end all Win Loser Tie podcasts, like I ended all my phone calls <laughs> in the nineties, and I just said, "Peace." Peace. No rap. No. I-